Hello everyone, welcome to Hot Dice Nerds, for those of you who've been with us previously, and now, hello. Uh, we're playing a game about dreams, and we're just talking about the fact that I don't dream. I mean, I'm sure I do, but when I wake up I have no memory of them, so it'll be fun for me to run this game because I don't know anything about dreams. I love that you guys have picked like mad colours. I'm feeling it, I'm in my dreamscape. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, I want something surreal, but I can't do that fancy... 3D background because my computer's too old. Do you guys dream, like, do you wake up every day with memories of a dream from yesterday? Not every day. Yeah, yeah, I if, if I have a smoke before I go to bed, that activates dream mode. Right. If you, if you, if you, want, if you want to watch a film while you're asleep, <laughs> hit, hit the bong. <laughs> I, I dream yeah, I've like... Yeah, I've had heavy, like, heavy nightmares and night terrors my whole life. So, like, I've had moments where I wake up standing on my bed in a pool of sweat, like oof. still in Jesus the dream. <laughs> so this will be great for me. <laughs> Therapy. Yeah, I'm super excited. I like. I sleep very badly. Like, I am. I'm really good at every single thing that I do except sleep. Uh, well, actually, I don't really do that, so I can't say I'm bad at it. But when I am heavily sedated. I will have dreams and they're often thematically just like shit that's going on in my life but like also five or ten years in the past uh there's this one venue where i used to work it was like 60 hours a week almost everything takes place there that's how much this job <laughs> ruined my psyche <laughs> it's just like it's, it's like your default level <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> just... yeah it's like i live i live in new york but it's this house and I still work at this venue, and it's fucking weird as shit. <laughs> That's so great. You're like Matrix White Room is like your old job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever had sleep paralysis? Yeah. No, I know someone who does, though. The yeah. one time in my life I woke up and thought I saw a spider, got out of bed and walked towards it, and when I got there, it was gone. And then I was like... I never looked away, so it can't have ever been there. That's the closest I've got. That's pretty good, though. It's a good foundation yeah. to work from. That and, like, 1980s coming-of-age films. Just, yeah. to, just, just to have an image of what dreams are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... That sounds like... That sounds like a, sh like a, like a black-and-white, like, French animated short. <laughs> it it really does. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a metaphor. I went to look for the spider, but he was not there. He was with my father. Finn. Lispid. Hot in the UK. Uh, what, are we, uh, what are we playing today? Can you tell me? Because I didn't read it. Yeah, we are playing. And there it's up on the screen for anyone watching it. We're playing a game. By Grant Howitt and Alex Roberts called Death was the only road out of town. So, uh, this city is rotten to the core. This city does not exist. You can remember the last time, you can't remember the last time it wasn't raining or the last day that you spent sober. You're asleep. The cops are crooked, the hoodlums are in control, and the rest of us dopes are trapped here trying to stay out of the morgue. Time was, folk can make an honest living on these streets. These days, honesty will get you killed. Time isn't passing. Every night is the same night. So you're a crook too. You do what needs to be done. 
you're trapped in someone else's dream. He put you here. You've got one last gig, one last night, one last chance, one man stands between you and freedom. He's your ticket out of here. Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> That's it. There we go. Okay, well, the voice Sick. makes some really solid points. Yeah. I'm extremely into it. So, the city's rotten to the core. You can't remember the last time it was raining or you spent the day sober. Everything's crooked. It's all falling apart. People can't be honest. You're a crook. Um, but there's a man that you need to find one last job and you need to kill him. Um, but also, the city's not real and you're asleep and time isn't passing. Um, uh, and every night is the same night. You're trapped in someone else's dream who put you here and you have to go find and kill him. Uh, we got night. some. Every night's the same night. But this is your we chance to, to like, escape. Right. Yeah. Let's make some characters while we're at it. Let's do this. All right, Tom, roll me a D6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're talking about a five. Uh, you're, you're a, you, used to, you used to be a journalist. Ooh. Roll me a D6 yeah. again. Uh, a journalist who is now a, a three, which is a driver. A journalist turned driver. There we go. Nice. Uh, EB, roll us a D6. Oh, yeah. Uh, you also used to be a journalist. Do you want to keep that or you want to roll again because he was a journalist? Um, I want to roll again. Okay. Two. You used to be a labourer. But now, roll us a d6. But now, you're a labourer. I got a three. <laughs> you got a what? A three. Oh, do you also want to be a driver like Tom? Would you like to roll? Yeah. <laughs> like has it's yeah. starting. <laughs> you could have been twins. You could have been twins. What does five mean? Five mate means that um, you used to be a labourer and now you're a fence. I'm a fence. Yeah. Oh yeah, I used to put up fences. Now I just stand there. I get it. <laughs> All right, and uh, there's. See for you, Vince. Roll us a d6. <gasps> yeah. Not to get, Two. not to get too fangirly, but we just got a good luck everyone in the chat from Grant Howard. Woo! Oh, amazing. Grant and Alex wrote this game, um, so very excited to be playing it. You said you rolled a two, Vince. That means that you used to be a labourer, unless you'd like to roll again because we've already had someone that's a labourer. Ah. Uh, I'll. I'll uh, yeah, I'll roll again. Well, I rolled a five. Uh, so you used to so be a journalist? Okay. Is this the I'm, dream? I'm, Are we in the dream? <laughs> Are we in the dream right now? Um, I'll, I'll just say that I used to be Tom's assistant. How about that? Yeah, yeah, sure, that works fine. Yeah, I'm okay. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, roll a, and then roll a d6 to find out what you are now. Go. Six. You're an informant now. Oh, yeah. In a city where the cops are bad, you're an informant. Oh, boy. You've got a name, you've got a gun, you've got a beat-up car, a hat and a coat, a pack of smokes and a bad habit. You used to have a steady job and maybe a family, but not anymore. If you want to think about what your name is and you want to think about but keep to yourself what your bad habit is, um, 
especially if it's particularly bad. Uh, please go ahead. We'll look at how the. Uh, uh, do you guys are you guys like in a mood to pick out your name right now? Should we come back to it after you had a little time to let it brew? Easy, post Just Mashing up Raymond Chandler and Dashiell Hammett names. Sorry, I think okay. I just said post Majone. Is that right? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Post Majone. Post, post with an Malone. A. P O A S T. Is it my name is the only thing. My name's the only thing I had thought of, so it's already there on the screen. I'm Your Arlington Heights. Arlington Heights. Or Arlo. Which is a neighborhood, I think, in Denver or something like that. Uh, not in the Denver I live near. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> he's not talking about the state. He's talking about the omelette. Oh, yeah. That, that neighborhood does have really good ham. <laughs> Tom, could you change your uh, your Zoom name to your character name to help me out a little bit? Yes, well, absolutely. Yeah. Trying to juggle the nonsense. Um, Eb, do you have a character name? Um, I'm working on it. Um, we'll we'll come back to you if you want. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. All Actually, right. You so, know what? Never mind. I do. Yeah. Frank Horn. He's the Frank protagonist Horn. of a thing I wrote. There we go. Frank Horn. Frank Horn. All right. Frank Horn is a great name. <laughs> All right. So you start the game with D3 tokens. So let's do that now. Roll a D6 and halve it. Rounding up. Two. two. Two for Tom. Ra round up. Wait. Roll, roll a D6, up. halve it, and round up. <laughs> I rolled a three. Okay. 1.5. Two. Wait, I'm, I'm supposed to do how many? Roll a d6, halve it, yes. then round it up. That, okay, so... If you need three. to. Yeah. So you got three. Okay, great. So you start with three oh, tokens. No, never mind. Two. Sorry. Okay. I'm stupider than usual. <laughs> Fuck me, it's a dream. This is a dream. <laughs> I'm just my brain medicine. Amazing. All right, so that's how many tokens you start with. So when you act, and we'll cover like what act is later, if any of your dice show a six, you gain a token. You can spend tokens to take narrative control away from the GM. So, like, you, I have to honour this, and I can't undo it once I regain control. And if uh, more than half of you feel like I'm not honouring it, then you get a bunch of tokens back. Um so, but I, I plan to honour it. Um, why not? I don't have a plot written, so why would I object to you messing it up? Um, so, you got to remember to name these moves out loud when you use them. So they're on the PDF for you, but I'll cover them for people who are listening on the on the podcast and people who are watching on the stream. So, um, uh, you've got to say them out loud when you want to use them. If two players want to use moves, whoever said their move first goes first. So... You can spend one token to say, speak on that. So, make me describe some aspect of the scene in great detail using evocative language as best as I can manage. Um, I should entertain you for at least 30 seconds. That is, that is deliciously cruel. That is <laughs> extremely cruel. That, that's like, if you've played the Drinking Quest games, there's like one card in there which like makes you sing a song. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jesus that. is like, oh, what is this? I have no recollection of that card. <laughs> no, no, we didn't play that particular round of Drinking Quest. You could, bit, you could have told me we did. Yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, to, to see our, our drinking quest game, um, 
go nowhere because we're all so drunk it is not available on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> for all of our other streams head to hotdicenerds.com <laughs> uh, so you can spend two tokens to say change that make me swap out a detail in the scene if you don't like the first change you make ask them for something different up to three times so make a ask for change I'll change it and then you can make a couple more changes after that you say add this give an NPC whatever trait or characteristic you want that costs you three tokens you can spend four tokens and say move it along wrap up the current scene resolve it as quickly as possible like yada 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 it and I will um, you can spend five tokens and this move is called no <laughs> Whatever just happened as the result of the player's dice roll, yours or someone else's, no, it didn't. Make me come up with something gentler instead. So if something goes wrong and some kind of a horrible thing occurs as a result of this, you can spend five of your tokens just be like, no. <laughs> um, and then you can spend seven tokens to just be like, I'm in charge now and you're the GM for five minutes. Um, you just take over the game. Just hijack it from me. I become an NPC for a short amount of time um, and I get some tokens with it. And yeah, for the next five minutes, you you run the dream. So. How many tokens did we start with? However many you rolled. I think you rolled two. I did. So. Okay. Let's talk about the city. Rows and rows of run-down tenements. Punks on the corner, gin joints and drug dens, factories rusted and silent, same as the docks. Folks with money insulated from it all behind steel and threats. On the outskirts, walled gardens and crumbling mansions, tired farms and drifters. Nothing's as good as it used to be. Everything feels secondhand. And then there's it's a like, section. It's like Sheffield. Yeah, yeah, basically. Or Scunthorpe. Oh, oh, so, oh Scunny. Sunny Scunny. So. This is a part that's in brackets, so this is some kind of like out-of-game out of information. You're not supposed to know this isn't real. If you speak it out loud, the dream hears you and it will come for you like sharks after blood. Um, I'm the dream. I won't talk about it. I'll infer it rather than state it outright. And you must do the same. Don't push your luck. Um, if you talk about the dream, you will get a consequence and it will be bad. You should be careful not to acknowledge that you are in a dream. Um, so let's talk about challenges. Whenever you do something risky, whenever you do something dangerous, or when you do something important, that's when we roll. That should be true for like all RPGs. You play RPGs and like every time you try and do anything, if you have a GM making you do a roll, it slows and it's painful for plot. So we just stick it to the stuff that's risky, dangerous and important. You roll a number of d6, and that's based on how difficult it is. So something very, very easy um, is a one, uh, and something very, very hard is five d6. So if you roll any multiples, you fail. So however many dice you roll, if any two are the same, you failed. If more than two are the, are the same, then like you failed harder. So for example, you rolled um, a one, a two, and a three, then you passed. If you rolled a two, a two, and a three, you failed. If you rolled a two, a two, and a two, you fucked up really, really badly. Um, so you want to, you want all your dice, however many you roll, to all be different. So obviously that gets exponentially harder as you get up to like five dice to, to for all of them to be different. Um, so I'll let you know how difficult the thing you want to do is, and that's how many dice you need to roll. Remember, if you roll a six on any of your dice, um, 
when you active any of your dice show a six, you gain one token. So anytime you've got sixes in there, you might gain some tokens to be able to do things to the game. Um, but but not not a token per six, right? It's just like if there is one. If, if there's a six in there, you'll get a token. If you roll all sixes, you'll still get one token. So um, when things go badly, I might give you the negative action now or I might hold off for it and make it come up later. Um, so, yeah. If you feel you've got a skill or equipment that could help you with this challenge, like say it before you take up the challenge. I might let you take some dice out of the pool as a result of it. Um, a dice pool of one or less succeeds automatically. Oh, yeah. So if, if like, I say it's very easy and it's one. Uh, I say it's very easy and it's two. And you're like, yeah, but I used to be a journalist, so I'd obviously know how to use this. Then, like, automatic pass. Um, so, Consequences. In a dream, things don't just not happen. <laughs> That's the sentence. In a dream, things don't just not happen. If someone fails to pick a lock, the door doesn't just stay shut. The doorknob melts away like chocolate left on a hot day, or the wood grain of the door slithers onto your wrist like a splintered, like splintered snakes, or the mewling cries of a small animal leak out from the keyhole, reminding you of your childhood pet that you couldn't save. Uh, Gives me some uh, examples of consequences. Everything from uh, pain, abrupt and uh, blunt, to um, an exploited weakness and brief flashbacks. Um, So uh, there'll be a set of scenes that we'll run through. Um, I'll give you a scene, something you're looking for, which is an objective, something that's in your way, which is an obstacle. Um, I'll probably roll for it because this is like we do on Hot Dice Nerds very often, wholly unprepped. Um, So... um, once you've got it or you fail, you move on to another scene with the next objective. Sometimes they'll blend into each other, but because it's a dream, not once we start, of course, uh, because it's a dream, uh, then maybe you'll just smash cut into various scenes and sequences. We'll just see how it goes. Um, so once you get your hands on four objectives, then that's when you go around and confront what they call the bastard, which is the person who's got you in his dream. Um, so the kill... Players, you find the bastard who's, you, like, you're on the last stage. You have to find the bastard who's dreaming and take him out. He's protected by webs of security and privilege. Lots of enemies to keep him at bay. You've got to find him, exploit his weaknesses, and finish the job. Uh, so, then I've got some information here. Um, so, you'll never get hurt, but you will get consequences. And I'll tell those, I'll, like, they're essentially conditions that affect you throughout the game. So, um, uh, I'll, I'll let you know what those are as they occur. Uh, so let's let's learn a little bit about you guys um, and tell us a little bit about your uh, who you are what you're about what's your deal well as I mentioned my name is Frank Horn no relation and yeah I know what you think uh I, uh, I move items. I used to physically move items from one place to another. And then I realized that uh, for money, other people will pay, or you could pay other people for moving your items. And then they bring me the stuff and then I, I sell it to a person who then moves it. You're probably get by in a tough city. Yeah, well, and uh, there's this giant shark that flies in the sky behind me uh, a lot. 
So that's also a concern that I have. A concern about a giant flying shark seems fair. Yeah. Um, uh, what do your what do your friends know about you, Arlington Heights? Or what do these two know about you? Well, I used to kind of just, you know, I used <laughs> to go around. I used to go around with my camera, and I would take pictures of things, you know. And uh, then those pictures would be attached to articles that uh, Post Majone would write. Uh, the pictures weren't always. Uh, actually related to the articles sometimes <laughs> i just take a picture of something that i thought looked cool and then i'd give it to post and i'd say hey you gotta work with that i guess is the best i got here um but you know times have been tough and i figured that uh all of my doings you know like in and around the journals and the newspapers was like a good transition to become an informant, you know, an informant. So now I collect like evidences still with my with my camera, you know, um, but like I gives it to the cops instead of the journals. So that's what I do. Um, uh, you know, I, I I feel like there's like there's like 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 the tip of my fingers uh, are always uh, dripping out like acid. Um, and it burns, but I've gotten a little bit used to it now, you know? Yeah, well, and there was that one time you popped your head like a zit. Oh, yeah, that was super weird, you know? Like, I, I, it, 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 had to, it had to grow back from, like, a seed, and I had a really small <laughs> head for a while. Uh, <laughs> so, so do, do, these, do these guys know that you're working as an informant? Is that, like... Between friends, this is known information. You keep your fence friend out oh, of trouble. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I run my mouth a lot. I don't know if you can the, tell. The um, fucking I'm, accent I'm, I'm and the audio of, quality oh, combined. Can't, can't it. It's it's like when it's it's like when people call into radio shows <laughs> to complain about a fence or a politician or both. <laughs> hey, why why you gotta complain about me? That's rude. <laughs> We've had a missed opportunity in the game based on dreams for you to be that fence and not the other fence. <laughs> uh, post Majone. Oh yeah, so Post Majone, yeah. I've spent the last... It feels like hundreds of years, and it can't be, but maybe it is, just organising and cataloguing and journaling and indexing hundreds and hundreds of nonsensical, non-related photos from my good friend Arlington. I have stacks, stacks, that don't fit inside my huge uh, filing cabinets in my in my office I keep of just photos of things, unrelated <laughs> colors and shapes, nothing means anything. And when I'm not organizing these is what is my full-time job I consider. I'm driving my friends around, mostly to Move, move contraband or pick up contraband, <laughs> dropping off contraband. <laughs> Sometimes we do multiple in one trip. Efficiency. If you walk, if you guys walked into a room, what would be the first thing that people like visibly notice about each of your characters? Arlington's accent. <laughs> <laughs> just visit like as soon as you walk in the room Visibly. they're like that that man sounds away 
He sounds like a broken yeah, drive-through speaker. <laughs> yeah, when we when we walk into a room, I'm usually already telling a story. And so people <laughs> usually notice the sound of my voice right away. And then they look at us, you know. And I can see why I you led into becoming an informant. Have you seen the, the Matt Damon movie, The Informant? <laughs> You know, I'm all those guys. <laughs> well, what about you, Frank? What's the first thing people notice about you when you walk into a room? Uh, visually, uh, I am wearing a suit that I have been wearing my whole life. Uh, I don't remember it ever being off of me. Uh, but because of that, it smells a lot like bourbon and cigarettes and like uh what's a really polite term for vomit uh, <laughs> uh emissions emissions oh yeah emissions of all kinds uh so yeah i would say a stench is probably uh pretty high up there um and then yeah as far as shoveledness there's not a lot of that going on yeah. All right, the, I'm going to move the... Uh, high up there. The thing that we notice is an accent and a smell when we walk in the room. <laughs> so I've moved, the, uh, I've moved the, the game rules over to my other monitor so I can keep track of what's going on here. Yeah, and I'm going to see what's going on uh, with our, our opening scenes. Let's do it. And, I'm ready. Uh, You guys, um, you guys are, you're headed to a dive bar. A dive bar you know pretty well. Sounds um, right, sounds right. You know that there's someone, um, you're, spo you're supposed to be, you know someone's, someone's fucked with Frank's business. Someone's messing with Frank's stuff. Um, you you know that there's basically you, you you know someone around there. Someone's a traitor, but you don't know who. You're trying to find the identity of a traitor. Um, we gotta sniff out the rat boys. As you as you pull up, oh god, the rat boys are here. As you <laughs> as you as you pull up in the car um, post, as you're reversing mm. into the space and you check your mirrors, um, mm. your mother's there, angry that you're using her first name and not calling her mum, as you. Reverse Mrs. the space in the in the reflection as you as you open the car door Mrs. and you're as you, as you open the car door um, and uh, step out um, the uh, a glass hits your face um, oh. as um, Frank um, is being pulled off someone inside like being pulled off someone inside the bar. They was swinging and fighting at, um, and there's a there's a a, a tall man um, with uh, a combination of drink and some blood down his shirt. He wipes his nose and he says, uh, "We're not looking for any trouble, boys. Why don't we uh, take a little breather uh, before things get a little hectic?" As he looks around and you see 
some bigger guys stood there. Arlington, one of them's your friend from school. No, he's not. Um, refresh my memory, large man. Why was I just kicking your ass? <laughs> Let me assure you, you didn't kick my ass. Um, I'm not. I'm not so. I'm not so sure about Bill over there. As you look over, and um, Bill's in a booth um, with um, some kind of mafiosa-style um, girlfriends tending to him putting tissues up his nose and like saying like a oh, don't don't you worry don't you worry uh you you'll get him you'll get him don't worry about it and he's like angrily drinking and and pushing the women away and he, he looks you up and down he says uh, the the tall man um he says uh i know you oh yeah you uh call me Oh, no, not me. Wait, me? <laughs> uh, looks... Carlo, maybe, maybe you should see if your medication comes at this bar. Get one of them Bacardis in you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you want me to get you some breath mints too, Frank? You know, because yeah. you smell awful. It smells yeah, like no, you've been thank, technicolor thank you. yawning all day. Yeah, no, I, I did do the, the wet burps. So, Arlo, Arlo, can you get my can you get my mom a uh, a cranberry juice while you're at the bar? Oh sure, sure, uh, Mrs. Majone, I'll get you a cranberry juice uh, right right hot. Does he turn around to a see the person that juice. Post Majone's <laughs> referring to? There's uh, there's no one there. Uh, Post Majone in confusion. Uh, oh yeah, I look inside the car. I'm like, mom, mom, as I like. Like, like, open the door, and I'm like leaning in to look in the back. Yeah, as you, as you, as you, as you, like, open. You go out into the car, and as you open the door to the car, and you stick your head in it, you're inside a tent, but she's not there. But you're in your back garden, and when you pull it back out, it's the car again. But she's not there. Right. I do that three or four times, <laughs> just to double check. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that Post Majone could use? I'm looking around. I'm in a tent. Is that like a camping stove? I want something to thwack the uh, the assailants in the bar with. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got... If I can gra- grab something. I'm going to tell people about my new um, keeping it fair, remove your bias DM system. So, um, this is a fun one. All you need for this is a D4. Um, so, you roll your D4, and it gives you one of four consequences. It either gives you a four, which is great success. That is a yes and. So... Is there a stove I can use if I roll a four? Yes, and is red hot and there's a poker in it. Um, then for a three, that's a yes, but. So yes, but it's cold. Um, yes, but it's out of gas. Um, yes, but it's an easy bake oven for kids. Um, then if I roll a two, uh, that's a, a no, but. So no, there's no stove there, but you did find a bunch of those... Um, camping hooks that hold up a like you pin down a tent with some like big hefty that would, ones that would do it yeah and uh and then a, a no a no is what i have <laughs> and a, a no a no and when you roll a one um that would be like um the worst consequence so that's a no and so like not only did you not find that as you're going through there like um as you like you see um you see uh your your stepfather um 
like uh, kick your dog, and then like and then you're out, and like yeah, you're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, here we go. I'm gonna roll this d4. Um, it's a three, so it's a it's a yes, but so uh, yes, you did find the stove that you were looking for, um, but um, it's not as big as you remember when you were a kid. Um, it's it's a, it's a it's a little stove. It's like a little gas thing that you like switch and light and then it's got like a little thing it, you can basically warm a cup of coffee on this thing but it is nevertheless a small gas powered portable stove okay okay yeah i'm gonna grab that from the from the tent yeah i'm gonna turn around and head back into the bar see if i can help out see if i can help out the boys as you walk back in frank you're uh, being reminded that you helped this guy um with some of his uh more ex- exotic boozes out back um that um, he got a discount rate off of you, no questions asked. Off of me? Yeah. That's where he knew you from. Oh. oh. The, the tall man introduces himself as um, uh, Jack Smyre. Jack Smyre, huh? Yeah. What's your, uh, oh. what's your friend drinking? Uh, you know, I I have more than one friend. I think it's kind of rude to imply otherwise. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the 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 guy, the voice guy. The vo- oh, the voice guy. Our, I our nearly long... I nearly say I'm not his friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're actually. <laughs> yeah, we're just neighbors. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, Arlo, what what are you drinking, buddy? Oh, this, uh, it's, uh, it's, a it's, a it's a, it's a pill bottle full of vitamin B6. Um, also, here you go, Post, I got your hot cranberry juice that you wanted. Uh, and, uh, Thank Frank, you. I got you, I got you a shot of lime juice mixed <laughs> with, um, uh, honey nut Cheerios. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I head back out of the bar briefly to try and take my mum the cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jack leans over to the bar and he says, "Like, uh, what are you doing in here, roughing people up?" Uh, well, I'm pretty sure he had like um, some of my money, or he said something rude. My brain's a little foggy these days, but I know I don't punch somebody for no reason unless they're being a real prick. Hey, who are you calling a prick? I think you fucking hurt me, asshole. Guy stands up and he's got a couple of his friends with him now. Okay, cool. I have one friend and one acquaintance. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> when, as he says acquaintance, I walk back in without the cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, I see that things are about to go down, and so <laughs> I, I, I do, I do a knee slide uh, to like get closer, and as I'm sliding, uh, I, I full flash, uh, uh, fire off my camera to blind them. Sure, um, as you slide, um, it sounds exactly like when you run your hands down a ki- down a piano keys. Um, but when you look, your knees are bleeding from rough wooden floors. Um, as a guy stunned uh, 
by the light staggers back for a moment. Um, post uh, unprepared, you get a crack to the like to the side of the head. Um, hits you hard from like a big kind of gruff looking dude who has like a an awful lot of stubble that's meant to look tough but actually reminds you of when you tried to grow a beard as a teenager and people were always so mean to you yeah super real super dark um at that exact moment um frank you see this guy with like one nose tissue up his thing filled with blood like take a really obvious wind back to like swing at you Who does? Me? You do. Vince? Y- Me? You do, Frank. Sorry, I was I was trying to talk to people in the chat. Um, okay, so here's what I do: is I um, would like to punch his fist out of the air. Punch his like fist to- out of the air. Yeah. All right. So that sounds of a medium difficulty. So we'll call that three. <laughs> We'll call that 3d6. Okay. So you want to roll 3d6. You want to say, um, like, what you got, um, and, we'll, and we'll go from there. Okay. Motherfucker. Well, I lost, I lost the die. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> First roll. <laughs> First one was a five. Yeah, we were, five. All right, we got, a, five. we got a five. Got a three. And a three. Good news. Fuck. I mean, fuck. Three. Oh, oh you messed up. Um, yeah, you go to punch the guy's um, fist out of the air, um, but um, it doesn't quite connect and leaves you way open for his extremely telegraphed punch, um, which hits you right in the bottom of your jaw. And as you feel your jaw go back and crack for a moment, um, as you uh, try and gain your balance and he looks at you and says why haven't you done your homework because it's just pointless busy work i passed the tests (laughs) fuck Uh, arlington the stunned guy what are you you got any plans ideas concepts sounds uh well uh, since I'm bleeding from my knees, um, I don't believe I'm capable of standing right now. So <laughs> what I'll do, what I'll do is I'll try to do like a break dance uh, sweep kick at him, uh, like just flinging my legs as hard as I can at his legs. I see. And your years working as a journalist turned informant, I'm assuming, don't help you massively with this. Reasonably complex task. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm I'm used to fitting into uh, like small spaces or using my body in weird, complex ways to get the picture. Using my body in weird, complex ways. I'm <laughs> putting that on my CV. <laughs> uh, also, Vince, when you're up close to the camera, Jack pointed out that you just look like a floating head, and it's funny. <laughs> 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 all right so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say to try and uh, do like a break dancing kick um you'll uh need to roll um three we'll call them three so roll three d6 okay. 
A one, a two, and a six. A one, a two, and a six. So you gain one token point. So however many tokens you've got, you've just gained another one. And uh, you nailed it. Um, you span around, and uh, well, you can describe it if you've got any. If you've got anything that you want to put into it for flavour. Um, yeah, feel, feel yeah, free. I, uh, I, 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 I sort of like uh, as I as I start the spin, I snap my fingers, and uh, the 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 um, the soundtrack to the movie Space Jam starts playing. And that that's what inspires me to like really nail the 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 like swing kick, um, which uh, then by the time I'm done, uh, I notice that uh, the blood from my knees has like created a beautiful image on the floor, and so I snap a picture of that uh, of my <laughs> own blood. That's wonderful. The postman Jones sees him take that photo and thinks, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> One more to put in your safe full of photos. Oh, I need to find the filing cabinet. Does it go in blood or red? Do you have any idea how many times this guy's tried to sell me photos? <laughs> I can't move photos. They're not stolen. <laughs> All right. So things aren't going great as the uh, guy decides. As you can see, that the, the guy who cracked you around the head's coming for a left hook two post. Do you have any... Plans, yeah, ideas, okay. or schemes? Uh, it's, it's very simple. I take my miniature stove yeah. and I put it between my knuckles uh-huh. like one wood, a set of keys sure. to create an impromptu knuckle duster. Right. And I hit him as hard as I can. <laughs> very much very much like taking the cigarette lighter from a car and just punching exactly someone. Exactly that. I just hit yeah. him as hard as I can with it. <laughs> okay. So I would say that would be three, but because you're using a specialised tool that you prepared for it, we'll bring it down and say it's two. So there we go. Uh, and I rolled a five and a four. All right. Oh. Great success. Describe away. Yeah, so like the little stove between my, you know, second and third fingers poking through as I, as I punch him with meteoric force, it creates a visible and audible, like a 1960s Batman, like, pow, like a, like a splat screen as I hit him. And he gets he gets really hurt by my cartoon punch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as you um, stand there, the three of you with two guys left and right taken down, and one guy stood in the centre. Um, the the one who's still up, big flared collar on his shirt, and uh, tissue up his nose, real slick back, sloppy steaks looking motherfucker. He's uh, <laughs> slop him up. It's a real piece of shit. Stop us on reward. As you as you do that, um, Arlo and Frank, you both see a guy run out the back door of the room. Post, you see um, the um, girl who said she'd be your girlfriend when you were in secondary school and then moved away. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, Julianne! As I, as, I, as I reach and shout for her. As this person slips out the back, out the, uh, like through the kitchen doors of this, uh, this bar. Julianne, it's not that far. We can do long distance. 
suddenly it's 50 years before the telephone was invented. Yeah, it's too real. <laughs> I can get a bus! Everyone's looking at you. You're a couple of punches into a, into a fist fight with three guys that you don't know how it started. There's only one of them left standing, and there's someone of interest that just, like, bolted out the kitchen doors. Uh, I want to find, uh, like, a a fruit cart or, like, some kind of, uh, like, a dolly that I can use as I'm going to invent skateboarding. Right. uh, And try to chase after this person. Is there something I can use as a skateboard? Here we go. Get out the magic D4 of, uh, of, of answers. Uh, yes, and there's actually... Um, it was a drinks car, but as you grabbed it, it came apart, and it became a skateboard. That's handy. Um, did I get any drinks out of it? Yeah, it's got, you've got like a big fruity drink somehow, like with like umbrellas and stuff coming out of it. <laughs> Gee, this is how I like to live. All right. Skating. I'm skating after this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you, you skate through into the kitchen. There's like a, a busy kitchen scene. Someone yells, hey, you can't be back here. Uh, you <laughs> see someone clang, clang through pots and pans towards the back. Um, you're, you're, uh, you're accomplices. What are you guys doing? I mean, I'm, f- I'm fully convinced ah. that the person that ran into the kitchen is Julianne, right? I'm chasing Julianne. I've got sure. questions. Running on foot, going around the back, going to your car. Um, uh, tunneling oh, yeah, down okay. in the hope that she's going to China <laughs> uh, no I, I mean yeah I've seen Frank I've seen Frank take off on a skateboard into the kitchen one way I'll run around the back I'll run around the outside of the building and see if I can come in like a fire exit or something sure um, as, as, you, as you're running around the building um, you can hear like sports day whistles as you um, start making around you Get to the back door. I'm just going to check with Arlo quickly before um, yeah, 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 anything yeah. moves. Uh, so I, I look at the last guy and I'm like, well, 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 sloppy Joe. Looks like it's just you and me right here in the dive bar. And I challenge him uh, to a diving competition since this is a dive bar. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, this all scans. As he, as he, as as he, as he snaps his speedos, and uh, you look down um, to the to the long depths to a circus style barrel bucket with crowds <laughs> cheering. Um, as you step towards the edge, you feel a sense of dread as you remember your. Your, how bad your fear of heights is. Oh, boy. I, uh, I pop a couple pills to try to calm my spirit. Maybe it'll <laughs> vertigo away. Oh. <laughs> the, the, guy's in your, the guy's in your ear. He's like, uh, he's, he's, the guy's in your ear. He's like, jump, pussy, idiot, moron, jump, jump, come on, jump. <laughs> that's that, that's just post. <laughs> yeah, you you have been to America. <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah, I will do a. I will do an awkward somersault forwards into a jump of uh, you know, what's what's the diving term? 
uh, a I do a, a pike. Yeah, I do a pike. Very nice. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, insane and dangerous and requires four dice. That's fair. Thunderchild in the chat expressed the Fs for a year, posts one who got away. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, that's me, I am Thunderchild. <laughs> that's fucking right, hilarious. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to shout out somebody who's watching. Oops. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do, okay, Arlo? A two, a two, then a four, then a six. So I think I'll get another little thingy. But then I rolled a fourth dice, and it was a six also. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh, and no. oh. um, you—you um, hit the the edge of the barrel, um, and. For a moment, you feel hopeless, not because of the pain of impact of it of, the, of you hitting the barrel, um, but that everyone saw you and you failed in front of so many people. Um, you anytime you have to do any kind of challenge that requires bravery, you need to roll an extra d6 now. <laughs> this fucking face. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so at this moment, Post Malone, see, Post Malone sees the the back Get door, right. the back door swing open, um, and um, a man who is also his high school sweetheart, two people who are the same person but aren't, come through the door with Frank, like with a huge grin on his face, like grinding like on rails in the kitchen towards the back door and at the moment where you think everyone's gonna grab him um arlo falls on top of him from somewhere crash bang um all like both of them like horribly hurt by this dramatic fall um and he's wet yeah makes sense that's that tracks i was wearing uh knee pads, shoulder pads, and uh, a helmet, and my cousin's uh, baseball umpire chest guard. And I was going over a ramp. I knew it. I, I was ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's a guy. He's like, ah, get off of me. Post as you lean in. And that, that's not who you thought it was. That, that's, a, that's a guy. You don't, you don't know this guy. Um, Arlo, okay, okay. Arlo, you recognize him, and Frank, you think you know who he is. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Why am I dreaming about so... Oh, fuck. Oh. There is suddenly oh. a shake everywhere. <laughs> like a... Um, the guy stands up and dusts himself off um, as... He puts his um, credit card in your tray um, and you open the little envelope to see that he's left you a hefty tip. You thank him and head out into the back of the restaurant where you work um, and um, you 
feel incredibly tired from working your double shift and you take a small moment to uh, to look at your phone and you've got so many missed calls from your wife who you had an argument with her this morning um, and as you look down at your phone to try and text her back um, you're in the back of Post Jones' car driving somewhere Jesus Christ. You you okay, Frankie boy? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then then I I bring the shutter up back up on the car. (laughs) You feel a a deep sense of something following you, Frank. You look everywhere behind you. You think every car's following you and they're not. They turn off different directions. Every person's looking at you. Hmm. Well, that's um, fine because being paranoid is my default state. <laughs> uh, Back to baseline. I, uh, I need to top up my my beverine. Um, as we just uh, yeah, I take dr- mine grey with premium. Dramatically crashed out of a scene. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm gonna oops on that one, y'all. would not recommend (laughs) yeah no i definitely like didn't even finish my thought i just went fuck (laughs) (laughs) so as we go into the second one i'm just gonna finish the little bit here and then i'll go get a top up as we go into the second one one thing we haven't done yet is you guys haven't used any of your tokens um so if you've got the pdf up take a little look at that Speak on that, change that, add this, move it along. No, and I'm in charge now. As you've topped up a couple of tokens from that from that first from that first section when we got to know you guys a little bit and watched you start to succeed and fail upwards and then slam out of it. Um, so if someone can say hot dice nerds a lot while I uh, hot dice nerds, nerds. nerds. <laughs> Twitter.com slash hot dice nerds, Spotify.com, probably slash hot dice nerds, just hot dice nerds.com, a millionaires hot dice nerds. Um, Yeah, we do this. We do this often and we like it. Oh shit! Entozoon subscribed. Fuck yeah, thank you. Fuck yeah, Entozoon. Thank you for the subscription. Um, Yeah, and we, you know, have a rotating cast of characters. We always have a lot of different people on here and a lot of different. Well, sometimes we have different people who run it, mostly me or sometimes Tom. Um, the, the face has changed, but the bullshit is the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all just a bunch of dumb, stupid, uh, well, dumb... interesting fact. Interesting <laughs> fact, I think all four of us have run uh, campaigns. Um, oh, shit. shit, that's I, right, yeah. That might well be true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I did the your... Crash Pandas that one time. I forgot about Crash, Crash uh. Pandas. I was wearing like a mask that I like handmade on the stream, and like the eye holes were so uncomfortable that I like <laughs> was just focusing. Yeah. That <laughs> week, you became the Hot Dice Nerds official cat girl. And that was back. very nice. Yeah. yeah, that's how I got my name. The, the important thing about Hot Dice Nerds yeah. is we don't do that thing that people do where they just stream their long campaign. Um, yeah. We play one shots um, or couple of episodes of something, um, so that you can get in, see how the game works, enjoy it, 
end of the story. <laughs> Standalone, Monster of the Week stuff. Um, so you don't have to be, you don't have to go back and like watch from the beginning. Every single one you can watch on its own. Um, so we are playing. Yeah. And I think, sorry, go on. I think EB may have just, I think EB, you may have just forgot that I had uh, DM'd before because I didn't look like the rest of you. So, um, oh, oh, there we go. Oh, that's um, what happened. Right. Now, now we all better. look the same. Have you seen yeah. that movie, Her? Yeah, you do look so Joaquin. Oh, I'm getting big Joaquin vibes. Too much reflection, though, so. Um, can we? All right, I'm back. We've got another subscriber. Accents and Space Jam music. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. That's what we love to hear. We're going to need to bust out some non R. Kelly. Space Jam songs. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually, I'm actually going to, uh, I'm going to increase the terror a little bit. I think instead, um, based on how that last one went, put a little background I mean, I'm music. I'm also going to do a quick drink refill. I'll be right back. All right, let's do that. Find some terror oh, yeah, music. Probably also. Yeah. Fortify myself. Um, Ooh, you guys can't hear it, but like. This is good terror music I'm playing on the stream. It's far, far too loud for when we're actually doing it, but this will work perfectly. So, um, I'm gonna bring it over here so I can talk through the game a bit with people who haven't done it. So, we are, put it on the side, and then I'll put us to the side of that so that people can see our beautiful faces. There we go. And then I'll turn down this insanely loud music. There we go. So, this game, like many games that we play, is written by Grant Howard. He writes one-shot games that are very unique each time. The, it's not just the, the, uh, the idea of what the game is that is entertaining for the games that he writes. They're also um, like their engine that runs them at the core. That's, that's a unique thing. So, the idea of giving tokens to players to let them do everything from change the narrative to become the GM. And then the idea that, like, you roll a number of dice and they need to not match. I've never played a game where the concept is your dice must not match. It's always, like, a statistical thing to see, like, you know, like, where the bell curve is for the most likely things. So you don't want to, like, you want things to go well, so you roll a bunch of them and halve them down, etc. Like, this is a really interesting way to go about doing that. And... He writes games with other people as well. Um, so uh, you can find uh, Grant Howard's games. He is on Twitter. He is GS Howitt. So that's G-S-H-O-W-I-T-T. Um, he wrote this one with Alex Roberts, whose Twitter name is Muscular Pikachu, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, so yeah. um, these games are, you can see them here. This is two sheets of paper. Um, and if it wasn't for the graphics and things, maybe this even fits on one. Um, it took us 15 minutes to go through and get a, you know, a feel for the game. Um, and then playing it takes two hours, three hours, however you guys are playing. Um, these games lend themselves always to like everyone contributing to the story. Um, Tom, who's you see on our on our stream here called um, at Post Majone, um, on Twitter, um, T T M Gray. Is that your Twitter? T M Gray? T C M Gray? 
TTRPG Gray. Tom Gray, what's your what's your Twitter handle? TMCGRY. Yeah, it's cool. It's my, it's my name with no vowel. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> the, yeah, I was just saying that, like, um, Grant Howard writes these interesting games and works with other people, and, like, they put these games together, and, like, the engine behind them is interesting. And, like, his are always very kind of everyone contributes to the story. And, like, you wrote Weird Weird mm. West, which also has a kind of everyone contributes to the story vibe about it. Um mm. I look. I'm extremely impressed by Grant Howard. Yeah, all his work is great. Yeah, and I, I and think all, game, all the games in general that rely on the players and the GM to contribute to the world that's around them and like collective storytelling. It um, <coughs> they they represent how the game should be because when you have a game based on dice where it it shouldn't matter for the story if people succeed or fail, then success and failure isn't something that anyone should be concerned about, GMs or players, so collective storytelling has equal value because no one is trying to win or lose. And anyone you're, not, tr- you're not trying to win. That's what it, yeah. that's what it removes. Yeah, yeah. It remo- yeah. There, there should never be trying to win. There should never be oppositional. So like, you should never have like a, a game master trying to ruin the, the work of everyone of all the yeah, players yeah. and vice versa like you should all be working towards the same goal which is to tell a story that goes well or not well for the players you have invented yeah yeah the players should have fun the characters can get fucked over but the yeah, players yeah exactly the, yeah. yeah but play, like the players should have a fun time and their characters are allowed to suffer to that is suffer actually massively all the way through but that's like, actually the something players should have a good time yeah there's there's something here in the thing a play, if if the player characters get hurt don't worry about their bodies they can take a beating <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. As evidenced by harlow <laughs> yeah <laughs> The man with all the blood. The blood man. So, um, why don't you, uh, let's see, um, Arlington Heights, why don't you roll me a D10? A D10? A, yeah, re-roll if you get a 10, please. Okay. Just finding my D10. Shit, what do they look like? Oh, that's it. Oh. Is that an eight? They're like the little diamond ones. Desperately oh, fighting those to say the one with ten sides. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two. Two. Um, all right. And then uh, Frank, roll me a D10. All right, stand by. I don't actually own one, so I got to... Use the website for it. You re- re-roll if you get me a... Oh, no, actually, you don't need to re-roll because you missed an objective, so yeah. What I should have done is pulled this up before now. But then I got hyped. If you you Google the words dice roller, Google has a pretty decent one, like built in. Yeah, Yeah, but D&D Beyond has those cool looking dice. It's true. (laughs) I rolled the number two. Number two. Oh, yeah, okay. So, um, you guys... ominously. (laughs) So um, you're uh, you're pretty sure that you know a you know a place, um, you know an all night diner. Um, who who knows an all night diner around here that's good? 
I mean, I would think all three of us were night owls. Yeah. Just want to go to Debbie's. Yeah, Debbie sounds good. I like their shakes and burgers. Who runs Debbie's? <laughs> guy named Jeff. Guy named Jeff runs Debbie's. What kind of place is it? And uh, and uh, uh, the the slogan, which I'm taking from an actual late night diner in my town, is a good place to sit and eat. That's the idea, motherfuckers. What do you say? Food. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, Welcome no, to Keegan's. Was... A good place to sit and eat. I mean, I, I know that I know that it's hilarious because like everything else is heavily marketed, but I do have a soft spot for things that are just very, very clear about what they are. When you see a place and it is just like we have tables and chairs and can serve you food, I'm like, you're speaking my language. There we go. I, I want to sit down in a chair at a table and get fed. So yeah, we're on. Let's do this. Your your, your use of the phrase. Instead of like, and be served food and get fed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just stand behind me and use your arms as my arms. Yeah. I don't want to get served food. I want to be fed. <laughs> I I have often fantasized. I've never actually done it, but I've often thought about offering a delivery person a bunch of extra money to come and feed me pizza in the bath. Um, I mean, but- I just. I, I feel like having a bubble mask or like wearing. What are you uh, gonna do? Put a note on the door that's like, fi- um, fifty fifty bucks if you come in and feed me the pizza. Brackets, no weird stuff. Like no one's coming in for that. <laughs> no, no, no. I would, I would, I would class it up a bit more than that, obviously. And you know me, I would just, I would just level with them. I'd be like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> I have, I, I have the dramatic music playing, so like you were like, oh, I'll just level with them, and at that exact moment you went, I'll just level with them, boom, and then you were like, hey. Okay, so just what I want is I'm too tired to use my body, and I will pay you a lot of money to just come in and hold the pizza over my mouth while I chew it, and I will be nude, and I'm sorry. But just the, the idea the, of the, the specific of, of, of it being like grapes as opposed to yeah. like not not horizontal like why one would take pizza. Well, I'm laying down. I'm yeah, in a bath. Yeah, yeah. No, I just get it, dude. I get it. The mental <laughs> image of, your dreams. Of, of like your wife driving a car and you leaning out of the passenger seat, just kind of pouring at the intercom at a drive-through, being like, "Can you chew it for me?" <laughs> I'm, yeah, just put it in a blender. Give me a straw. Strap it to my <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> Welcome okay, to Debbie's. Just, you can just, sit just any. <laughs> yeah, just to be clear, this is all canon, right? Like we're doing this right now. This is canon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole time. I've I've lowered the the screen. <laughs> like, yeah, so Debbie's. <laughs> so oh, um, so, yeah. so Deb Debbie seems like the kind of place where you could find out what's going down tonight. Maybe why would why would Debbie's be the kind of place that 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 could happen? All right. Uh, after the bars closed down at four. That's where all the the hoodlums and the drunks and the miscreants and the, you know, the, uh, what do they call them? The people that have sex. Uh, scoundrels. Scoundrels. <laughs> Fornicators. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say sluts. <laughs> you, you can be a slut, not fuck. Oh, yeah, no. Me, That's true. Never mind. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true, said Post, sobbing in the car. And <laughs> um, someone wonders if the person who has sex is called a sexist. I don't think so. In fact, in oh. fact, I think people classified as that have far less sex. <laughs> so uh, yeah, why would you? Why would Debbie's be the kind of place to find out what's going down? What kind of people are you going to find in there? Like, does Jeff know something? Did Debbie know something? Does she still work there? What's going on with this place? Mm, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say that I like the idea that Post knows one of the waiters or waitresses. Because as a former journo, having like contacts in the city is always good. Yeah. People to speak to. My old friend, uh, I'm going to pick a name completely at random, Bugsy, who serves at Debbie's. He, you know, he sees faces. He has keeps an eye out for me. Does he owe you any money? Obviously, yeah. He's a a penniless waiter who I do favours for. Sure, sure. So you're like, Bugsy, where's my loan? Precisely. Bugsy is Post Majone. Where's Malone, Bugsy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a knick-knack, Hayley. Give the frog a loan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know this place at all? Um, either Arlo or Frank? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, the, this place, I, I've been here a bunch. And uh, actually, um, I think a lot of people are sick of me taking their pictures. Uh, especially uh, at this time uh, of the morning or night, depending on how you think about it. Um, so uh, before we before we're really gonna go in there, I think I'm gonna have to disguise myself. So I'm gonna put a fake mustache over top of my mustache, <laughs> and uh, and then I'll put on a necktie, which makes me completely unrecognizable. Every time you, every time you're trying to put on the necktie, um, someone's trying to straighten it for you, and you can't tell who's trying to straighten it because there's no one else sat next to you. But every time you try and straighten it, it's not going like you wanted, um, and you keep trying to get it straight, and someone keeps telling you it's wrong, and you just can't, can't seem to quite get it right. Um, you can roll me, you can roll me a d one d six to uh, try and get your tie on. So yeah, that, that's an auto pass, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's an automatic success, but if you get a six, he's going to get a token for it. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. I did roll a six. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh. So, yeah, you, you get it on eventually, and as, as you do so, like, um, for a moment, you feel like you have more control over the world than you normally feel. Right. That, that so, fades. So, I'm, so I'm successfully disguised? Yeah, I mean, you're successfully doing what you said you wanted to do, which was to put on a tie and a moustache over your moustache. Like, <laughs> uh. It's too good. It's too good. He can't be beat. <laughs> for, for those just listening later, he held up a teddy bear with his hat on. If you're ever in the frozen tundra run by geese known as Canada, find yourself at Vince Side Jokes and uh, I assume go see him in some kind of live performance where he's naked and covered in paint or feed him pizza while he's naked whatever he's covered in (laughs) he likes to get fed (laughs) (laughs) whatever you're into oh goodness gracious so does anyone know anything about Jeff that runs this place 
Has he got connections? Oh yeah. No, Jeff is uh Jeff is one of my longtime clients. I uh I, I grew up in this joint, you know. I, I it was the only place you could smoke cigarettes as a ten year old. So that's why I came when I was a kid. And uh Yeah, Jeff and Debbie are, you know, they're they're like family to me. Oh, so uh, Debbie's alive and doing well? Oh yeah, yeah. She's she just doesn't like working. She doesn't like people. Fair enough. All right. So we got we've got a we got a waiter called Bugsy that's that that's like uh knows post from time to time and here's a here's things on the grapevine. We got we got Jeff who, who runs the place and Debbie who's the face of the operation. And they uh what kind of stuff are they buying off of you? Or are they selling? Or like what's what where how do they fit into your fencing world? They they make connections. That's Oh, they know people to put you in contact with other people. Their offense is fence. It's uh, what we call redundancy. Yeah. Right. And uh, Arlo, you, uh, do you go here much? No, I see him because you're wearing it. No, yes, you said you go here, which is why you're disguised. Disguised in a mustache yeah. on top of your mustache. Mustache is always mustache yeah. and, a, and a necktie. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I come here pretty often. Uh, I usually go uh, and order, like, the Eggs Benedict um, and, and, a, and a Diet Coke. Uh, but because I'm trying to not draw attention to myself, I will go over to the jukebox and I will uh, punch in uh, the best of Billy Joel. Returning <laughs> man! Returning man! E7. Can walk over to a stool and sit down and uh, do, uh, like, pretend I'm writing the great American novel. As you step out of the car to enter the place, um, Frank, it reminds you of every time that you've stepped out of a car to go into an IHOP at four in the morning. Um, it just, this is kind of like, vaguely remembers, reminds you of your, like, late teens and early 20s in a kind of rush of, like, cold air and bad smells and um like this place still has strip lighting despite the fact that you know everything seems to have moved on this place still lit by those big old long disgusting bulbs everyone's kind of a little blue you can almost you could see the elderly's veins if there are any left at this time of night what time of night is it anyone two in the morning uh, yeah it's, early it's, yeah it's two in the morning um, as you guys walk in, you can smell. You know, um, you know when you you make a big pot of coffee and then no one drinks it, and then you leave it there for a while, and then it's half as big. That yeah, smell, yeah, the coffee evaporation smell. Yeah, the 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 filter coffee has continued to be heated on the plate to smell. Um, oh, as you yeah. as you walk in, um, post you see Bugsy's there, um. Sees you guys. Where are you sitting at the? You sitting at the the table? Or are you sitting at a booth? Like where are you guys? Where are you guys sitting here? I think uh, probably at a table rack. Right? If we're a booth, we're a little enclosed. I so I'd prefer where I don't care where we sit. I just want to be back to a wall facing the door. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. In that case, yeah. Okay. Let's go to a booth like in the corner so that Frank can yeah. sit in in the corner with fate looking out. Incidentally, that's what we used to call at my local Denny's. That corner booth we called the Mafia booth. 
<laughs> the mafia face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't it normally like they're just a bored goth booth? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Duh. But that's what we called it. <laughs> so, um, you guys sit down in the booth. Guys, guy comes up. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bugsy comes up. Um, puts laminated menus down in front of the three of you. Um, and uh, he's got a coffee pot with him. Um, he's like, you guys wanting coffee? I'm like, yeah, oh, freak. yeah. Yeah, coffee, glass of water, glass of orange juice, glass of milk, Bloody Mary, and some whiskey. Glass of water, glass of orange juice, glass of uh, whiskey, and uh, what was the other one? Bloody Mary. Some Bloody Mary, yeah. Um, pulls out coffee, says, free refills all night long, uh, as long as you order food. Um, the kitchen's closing in 20 minutes. Um Oh, in that case, I would like. In that case, I would like to order the all-you-can-eat shrimp cocktail shrimp. Eat, drink cocktail shrimp. <laughs> or you can eat, drink cocktail shrimp. Um, uh, sure. Um, I think we still got some. Um, okay. It goes away. Um, you guys sit in the booth. You look around you. Um. If you guys ever want to spend any tokens, like you can I'm, just I'm, yell I'm out any thinking, point. I'm thinking about it right, right now. Yeah, if you if you want to yell out anything you want to spend tokens on, go for <coughs> it. Like at any point, you can do it. Um, it doesn't need to be during an action or anything like that. So, let's guys, look around you. This place is um, it's 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 busy for two a.m. There's a lot of people who've like been out drinking. They're getting a little food or people. There's uh, there's some people who look like they've been. They've, they've like finished a long shift. They're getting some stuff. You see people in uniforms, but they're like, you know, they've got their, their stuff off. They've taken their name tag out, but you can see the place where a name tag should be and things. There's uh it's like it's they're still wearing their mascot outfit, just not the head. Just not the head, exactly. Right? Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that's going on here. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a guy dressed as a bee. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't uh, Frank that's from. Weird. <laughs> From your normal times being in here, Frank, normally when you're looking for people who know people, um, when you meet people, it's it's during the daylight hours. Um, during the during the night time, there tends yeah. not to be anyone around here. If anything interesting is ever happening at two a.m., you know it's in it's somewhere else or it's in the car park. It's not under the strip lights of this place, smelling of like coffee and drunks and people who've worked an eight-hour shift. Oh, drunks have information, and they won't it's, remember telling you a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is the... You're here hoping to find out what's going down tonight. That's what you were hoping to get to when you got here. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, let's do it. Um, let's get it Let's get it on. Bugsy brings over a uh, large kind of faux cocktail glass, like too big to be a real cocktail glass, filled with quite a lot of ice and... Um, Quite a lot of um, pinkish brown um, prawns and um, like a lot of Thousand Island dressing. Um, and puts it. I put, immediately gorge. I, I immediately gorge myself on as many shrimp as possible, and uh, and and gain the weight in real time. Yeah. <laughs> as, as you're doing that, this this like <clears throat> ex, this excess. That you're like 
experiencing yeah you feel yourself get like larger as it happens and like it, it hurts you physically you can like feel the awfulness of it um as you as you as you like finish all of this off um you can see people looking at you for those just listening vince is now a pig <laughs> oh did he change it is that a pig i'm having difficulty That's telling they're all adorable yeah, well, I can't tell the difference between him and a cuddly bear. Oh, I see. For sure. Now they're next to each other, I see one of them is more rotund than the other. <laughs> what people see when, uh, say when they say me and my brother, I can tell them apart. One of them is more rotund than the other. <laughs> yeah, all, all my brothers are stepbrothers, so uh, much more his pursuit. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm letting go of the bit now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is is uh, Arlo allergic to shellfish? Is that is that what just happened? Is that why oh, so he's like, all swelled up? That's probably yeah. what happened. That, that was Entozoon in the chat who asked yeah. that question. Oh yeah, is Arlo allergic? Well, let me use my D four. We'll find out, shall we? Are you happy with this, Arlo? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is. I got a four, yes, and you start to go into um, whatever the thing is. Yeah. <laughs> Anaphylactic yeah. shock. <laughs> yeah, your, your neck starts to swell up and you're like getting patchy all over your face. Um, like your necktie feels the tightest that you've ever felt anything. You're like... You had a necktie before a shrimp allergy. <laughs> oh boy, this ain't good. I think I might have to pop my head like a zit again. <laughs> All right, emergency tracheotomy. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, you jump forward and attempt to emergency tracheotomy. Do you, based on anything that you can tell me about your character and background, have any prepared skills to allow you to assist in diving into an emergency tracheotomy against a swelling up man in front of you? I told you, I grew up in this restaurant. Have you seen the size of the food they serve here? I'm spending my two tokens so that Frank knows how to perform a tracheotomy. <laughs> there we go. Okay, there so go. that was going to be a four because, of course, it's very difficult to perform a tracheotomy. He's going to spend his two, so I'll bring that down to a three. So Okay, all right. Two. Okay. Fuck. Two. <laughs> two is the number that you roll the most. Of all the all the games I play with you, you roll a two so often. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, I don't always use this one physical... Oh, it's not the dice, it's, it's you, hun. <laughs> so... A two, a two, and a three is what. Two, I'm a two, and a three. Oh, it didn't go as well as you hoped. As you, as you um, stab him in the neck, um, he can breathe again um, for for a moment. Um, but as you, as you like, pull the straw out, there's like blood everywhere, and the whole room like gets more stressed, and like he's trying to. He's trying to stop it. People are looking. And like, like he can breathe, but like you guys are making a scene. Like a, a <laughs> scene. There's a, there's a yeah. guy who can breathe out of both his mouth and his neck hole going like... 
<laughs> with blood, and you guys are like stood near that. Well, I still need some eggs though, and my bloody Mary never came. <laughs> I ordered three coffees, and Bugsy owes me. Well, your co- your coffees got poured immediately. Your coffees are all there. <laughs> Um, no, no, no. He, but, he ordered three coffees for him. For just for him. Um, Boxy comes. I out. wanted three coffees. I've been driving all night. Boxy comes and like helps you back into your seat. He's like, "Oh my god, are you all right?" And he looks over at, at like posters. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Well, we were trying to create a, dis- a distraction so you could escape. S- escape? Yeah. Yeah. Like, isn't this? This isn't like a sentence. You're not. Uh, sorry, we thought you were kept here against your will. He like clicks his pen. He's like rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, terribly, terribly sorry, there, Frank. But uh, it seems that you've punctured my vocal cords, and my voice is sounding all funny now. What's going on here? Uh, well, I, can't, uh... I can't seem to find my 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 real voice. You you were uh, you were dying. And I saved you, so maybe thank you is uh, more appropriate. Oh well, jolly good show. Thank you very much, and uh, I suppose I'll have to uh, figure out how to stitch this up. Uh, pip pip cheerio. <laughs> is all, I like just lead, leaning into Frank. Like, is Arlington okay? <laughs> oh yeah, probably. As, as I'm holding three cups of coffee on one finger. <laughs> I, Jeff walks out of the back room and looks over at you guys and he's like, oh, what the fuck the hell are you guys doing? Comes over like, uh, and looks at, he's like, Bugsy, clear this thing up. Jesus Christ, are you guys all right? What the hell happened? Um, have you heard of uh, the Heimlich Maneuver? Hey, Frank, good to see you. Gives you a little handshake. Um, yeah, but uh, anyway, we haven't. So, <laughs> uh, he had a shellfish allergy, um, previously unknown to him, and uh, thought trying all you could drink shrimp cocktail shrimp, uh, that would be the thing to try. There's a guy um, in there yesterday. He said he didn't have a shrimp allergy. No, no history of shrimp allergy. He he had the same fucking thing. Like, uh, you eat 2 a.m. <laughs> shrimp. This is just what's going to happen to you. I mean, it's a dollar ninety nine. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dollar ninety nine. Oh. <laughs> uh, I take out I take out my pill bottle and I go to take some pills, but they just sort of fall out like chiclets uh, or like a Pez dispenser. I like some um, of them are just kind of like globbing out through your neck grim. hole. <laughs> cram a couple into the neck hole. Yeah. Yeah, I hold you I hold your neck for you. <laughs> oh, thank you, uh, Post. I, think... I feel much better. So you were gonna say so, something, Frank? Yeah, suddenly the floor is made of sand and my shoes have started filling up with sand and little crabs. Yeah, um, as as you as you do that, um, like uh, um, Jeff puts his like hand on your shoulder, like 
he like rolls his fingers onto your shoulder and he leans in like a little bit too close and he's like uh I couldn't shift any of that stuff you gave me. I couldn't find anyone that was interested in it. They're all too busy. What are they doing? Um, he leans in close again. He's like, uh, they're all out for the night. You know where. So the place that I woke up this morning was a field. So, I don't know much of anything. You mind just uh, doing me a little refresh? Ah, maybe you don't know where. Um, and he, like, writes down an address on a sheet of paper and puts it in your mouth, like, too slowly. I look at him directly in the eye as I pull it out of my ear. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, like, pulls away from you, and as he pulls away from you, like, the... The room starts to become more like the diner again. But as the room, like, moves back into the diner, he continues to move, like, away and up and just disappears out through the corner of the room. Directed by David Lynch. <laughs> yeah. God is a lesbian. Expand on that. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, then. Yeah, fuck Golly, do, um, do I still have the uh, the address? Um, yeah, you pull it out and look at it. You you like roll it out. It's the uh, it's the opera. Oh yeah, it's the opera. I I knew that. Yeah. I was just so distracted by the blood and the liquor and the stabbing. Uh, That's it. Yeah, the opera tomorrow. Interesting stuff. So, should we take a long rest? <laughs> uh, Arlington. Arlington, tell me about tell me about your um your like most important teenage memory. Um, uh, when I was a kid. Uh, uh, well, you know, I was like 15 years old and uh, this there was a fight in the hallway and these two guys went at it, but one of them shoved the other guy so hard against the lockers and it was my locker that the, the locker actually bent inwards and I couldn't open my locker anymore. And it felt like even though they were fighting each other, somehow they were bullying me. And I couldn't open my locker and, and, and I tugged really hard. And when it finally gave way, the metal of the locker cut my hand. And, uh, and, and so now I got this, this groovy scar on my hand. Uh, and that's, that's a real story from my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, could, I could tell <laughs> it was super dark and weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That can you roll? Improvised. That's, can, that was just true. That's can you roll me a, a, a D10 as well, please, Arlo? They say right what you know. That's why all my shit's depressing. <laughs> I, I don't like this game anymore. They say right what you know, which is why I write nothing. <laughs> Woo! Seven. Sorry, some stuff. Okay. Um, post. Have you got a seminal mm. 
seminal moment that defined who you are as a person, either as a like a child or a teen or an adult as you started your career or something that really made you who you are? I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this. I'm gonna tie this into Post's bad habit, which I chose, which is so I like the idea that maybe he had like a a cool older older brother that was like much older, like at like like you know ten or eleven years older than him, and his older brother was into some bad shit and got Post hooked on drugs, and that's why Post is now suffering from the bad habit of <laughs> of doing heroin. He's a smack addict. And he has, you know, just this terrible memory of being in, like, his brother's apartment in downtown Brooklyn. And it's disgusting and grim. And all his brothers, all the friends are there. And they're all egging him on to do it. Just do it. Don't be a pussy, Post. Don't be a pussy. And his brother's, like, his brother Jemima. He's like, yeah, do it, Post. And he did it for the first time. He did the heroin. The heroin. <laughs> the heroin. The <laughs> Can you can you roll me a can you roll me a D ten please post? I can roll you a D ten. Uh, that is a uh, three. Uh, a three. Um, mm. So you guys know from what you've learned so far, you know that there's something to do with the opera. Um, you know that someone betrayed you or betrayed someone, but you don't know what. You didn't get to the details of that. Um, what you do know from the information that you've you've picked up so far um, is that the address that you got given um, for the opera wasn't the address for the opera. It said the name of the opera house, but the thing below it was an address that when you drove to it was a cemetery. Oh, jeez, you guys. And you're uh, you're pretty sure that what you've been given is a clue that'll uh, help you find where you need to go next. Mm. Somewhere in this graveyard. What what can I see as I'm looking for a, as, as I'm looking for a parking spot? What yeah. can I see in the graveyard? Uh, as you so as you pull up. Um, what you find is there's like street parking and then there's a large kind of gothic looking multi-sectioned like um, graveyard grave carer's house to the left Mm, like the the groundkeeper's house groundkeeper's house yeah but they're always fucking crazy at least in the UK they're always fucking crazy looking like I would (laughs) desperately want to live in one of those even though like they overlook graveyards like eventually those graveyards will fill and those buildings will become available and I will live in one anyway um, (laughs) I got weird and real (laughs) you definitely already live on a graveyard no, no, I live in a, I live in a chapel, not a church. So, like, I don't have, there's no buried people here. There's definitely bodies that you know of. There's probably a fucking Potter's field under your house. I mean, the, 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 there is a field that when it gets really hot in the summer and it dries out, a guy flies a drone over, and you can see shapes of where like ye oldy buildings used to be in like medieval or earlier times. Um, but it's yeah. a horse field. No one's allowed in there because the horses are in there. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so well, that was a dream, by the way. <laughs> or was it? Oh, I said the word. I said the D word. Ah, 
Doesn't that feel bad? Oh, no. Uh, it feels bad. <laughs> you, you look frank in the eyes and for a moment, both Still of you. Driving. Yeah, for, for a moment, you're holding a steering wheel, but Frank stood in front of you. Both of you look at each other and both of you make eye contact and you're terrified. And then also you're both dead and the flesh falls off of you. And then a sense of dread fills both of you as Did you... Did I say it again? You still haven't had any consequence from the last time you oh, said okay. it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he's just rolling it all into one big consequence. <laughs> <laughs> and as you as you try and as you try and get out of the car, your like car key snaps and the and the thing the, the steering wheel breaks and as you try and open the door it like I'm like doing the indicators and turns the, the turns the glue as you touch the door and like rolls away fuck. into the drain. I, um, fuck. I would like to spend my tokens. I would like to spend two tokens. If I can do that, can I do that? Spend two tokens to do change that. Yeah. So instead of the car. So uh, change that. Make me swap out a detail in the seat. If you don't like the change I make, you can request changes three more times. All right. So you want me... Uh, we're talking about the scene where, like, everything's falling apart as he's trying to exit his vehicle? Or we're talking like, about I'm, you I'm guys... Having, I'm having a bad time. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to change... Like, instead of the car failing, I want the car to morph into a tandem... Like a... Th- three-seat tandem bicycle that has, like, a uh, shark fairing on it. I'm sorry, but that would absolutely require seven tokens to make you the GM now. You can ask me no, for no, a... <laughs> That's just what I wanted. That's... Yeah. I'm, I'm just... I, okay, okay I get the idea. So, yeah, you've, you, so your, your car's arriving. It's falling apart as you do it. Um, as instead of... Instead of... Um, the, the the car turning to turning to glue as he steps out of it. Instead, it's all incredibly brittle. So as he um, snaps the key and grabs the handle, the handle breaks and the window breaks as he opens the thing. As he steps out and closes it behind it, the whole the whole vehicle kind of like creaks and cracks and like cracks appear across it. Me and Arlo just. Yeah, you're still there, presumably. Just <laughs> yeah, the the, the whole car, car like, it, like it's still no, it's still there. It's still working as a car, but now like all of it seems like cracked, as if for a moment it was like crystallized and banged, and then oh, right, it became right, a normal okay, yeah. car again. Yeah. So like all the metal has cracks in it, and all the windows like have cracks in them. Like the whole thing seems <laughs> like it was fr- like it was freeze dried and warmed. Right. You happy with that? Love it. Yeah, that's yeah. That then. Uh, it's it's hard to cross out tally marks without accidentally making it look. <laughs> I did the exact same thing two seconds ago. I was like, oh, I don't have three. <laughs> yeah, I just had to scribble. <laughs> right, like I'll get out of the cars. Arlington, Frank, get out, get out, get out, get out. As I'm like holding a broken handle, I guess, like a bit of wing mirror. Take a drink of my flask, and it's milk. It's old, fucking, just regular ass milk. You look at the sheet of paper Um, you've got given. Oh yes, go ahead. 
Uh, I would like to uh, pull out the children's menu from uh, where we just were, Daddy's. Yeah. Uh, which, um, uh, like, you know, children's menus always have like a like a maze or a map on it. Oh my god! Sure. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. I'd like to see if I can if I can figure out on the map where which grave I'm assuming we have to dig up. I I just I came into cemetery thinking. I absolutely no love this. This is fantastic. Yeah, it, like you immediately look at it and like there is something drawn onto the thing. And like, yeah, you follow the route and you eventually um, come to... Um, sorry, tear out so I don't right lose it. it. Yeah, that's fantastic. You get to... Um, yeah, who have we got in the chat? Let's have a little look. Who have we got? Uh, we've got someone got, called Enterzoon. It's our most... All right. Yeah, we got, we got Jack, Jack, Jack was here. Uh, Thundershot. We'll do, we'll do Enter Zoom. It's the most. So here we go. You get to a grave that says, um, um, it says E N um, to Zoom. Um, oh, no. It says, sorry. It says E N, and then underneath that, it says Died to Zoom. <laughs> How do you give the GM inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Drew? I'm going to speak on behalf of the players when I say you can now change one detail of the following scene. <laughs> you get two tokens. Good for you, sir. Well done. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. There you are. You you, you stood over the stood over the grave of Ian. Ian. Uh, so I would like to soar up into the sky using a hang glider if I can. <laughs> Almost certainly. What? Not. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Wait, is, he, is he engaging tokens? Is this a thing? If I'm... If, no. if he's, so if you're using tokens, then you can like have more control over the universe around you. But otherwise, you should expect that the universe is happening to you within your own remit of what you would normally expect to be real. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe I hallucinated that. <laughs> you did. Some... Over your over the shoulder of you is a is a breath. <sighs> Fucking hell! That's why I thought the wind was flying me. You you feel it, Frank, like a breath <laughs> over you, and as you spin yeah. round, there's no one there. <laughs> it's just, just post. Do I have some kind of scuba <laughs> snorkel attached to my face? Like, is this like the Dune universe? <laughs> no, there's someone breathing right behind you, but there's no one there. Well, I mean, there are two people here. Are you guys sneaking behind me to breathe for a few seconds and then sneaking no, back I'm, around? I'm, I'm breathing into Arlington's ear. Lisa's <laughs> <laughs> well, taking pictures of a grave for Yeah, yeah, he's, he's photographing the EN grave, and I'm behind him like, huh? <laughs> What's this, Arlington? Huh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to, uh, like, I take my camera, and uh, when Post does one of his breaths, I, like, 
turn the lens of my camera so that the breath goes on the lens of the camera so I can get like a nice like frosted look on the picture. Um, and and then, I'm, I'm, I'm cataloging where, where that goes in the filing system. <laughs> Like out of focus nonsense, but it's yeah. Is it is it like is it weather effects because it's fog, or is it artsy, or is it under B for breath? <laughs> oh, do you already have a breath file? Well, I would or, use the Mac. Or is it, <laughs> or is it a, a very late obituary? <laughs> you have so many pictures that it doesn't really matter where you find it because if you're ever at a point where you're like under a red picture you've got like a thousand it doesn't matter yeah yeah everywhere yeah. <laughs> I, I like to imagine you have at least like a few dozen negatives with you at all times just oh sure yeah to- I assume he's just like pounding polaroids yeah. into my hand all day long <laughs> <laughs> like if we go back to your house <laughs> like photo. It, it's like a slalom to get up the stairs of your house because like you have boxes on the stairs of things that like it's why, it's why you I have need to, to take up, up and prep. I'm driving yeah I'm like I trying to drive the car and doing indicators no I'm a beak keeper I keep beaks <laughs> <laughs> uh, delete this <laughs> All right, all right, boys, focus up. Now that I got my picture, I think, I think. <laughs> Fucking pig for a head I'm, tells us to focus I'm, up. <laughs> boys, I think we need to start digging. Oh, straight down? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Love here it. we go, here we go. Oh, I immediately start digging, yeah. Do I have, uh, I don't have, mm, I guess I'll use the, the car handle. It's better than my hands. Yeah, she's digging with the steering wheel. Oh, yeah. Well, the car handle, the door handle, got it, yeah. Yeah. You guys are digging with your hands, yeah? Uh, I will, I, I will, I will take out, uh, I would assume I have a tripod for my camera sometimes. My plan was to dig with all those hands. Try to be I'm just going to run for a bathroom break. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm just jamming at, at the ground with a, with a tripod, except that Frank keeps grabbing my hands and making me dig with my hands, and then I try to get back to my tripod. If anyone in the chat has any ideas of what they're going to find in the coffin, I'm all ears because I'll be making it up if no one suggests anything. Could I have been making it up now, knowing full well that you will find something when you get there? Yes. Have I? No. <laughs> The, what's in that coffin will only be revealed after I've heard everything that leads up to the cracking open of that coffin. I want all of the flavour of everything that you guys have done before you crack the lid and I decide what, if anything, is inside when you were digging up. Is it even a coffin? It really depends on the vibe I'm getting off of all of you. Um, it's the most terrifying way to play an RPG, but it keeps your adrenaline high, which is important. I've got a stopwatch. Oh, I've got a Fitbit on. It says my heart rate is currently... Here we go. 80 beats per minute. Um... That's too high for someone who is sat down. So, hard disagree. <laughs> I have fucking super bad asthma, and uh, am often animated when I speak and when I yell and scream. I would say, like, I mean, yeah, probably close to ninety. 90 would technically put me in what my Fitbit calls my fat burn zone. So, 
See, this is this is why I'm so skinny. This is it. We're getting calories. Postman Joe, well, um, um, just digging through this cold wet, just digging through this cold earth. Um, bring you any memories? You're muted, by the way. Yes, of my journalism years. This isn't the first. This isn't the first rodeo that involves digging and graves and cemeteries. I've, I've rodeo is he going to? All, all sorts of just information <laughs> gathering rodeos. <laughs> Welcome to the Undertaker's Rodeo. This is it. Back in 1998. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is this is yeah, like a like a strong, stark memory of trying to find some some documents that got buried by mistake, and I had to, and I had to dig for them. So, um, as as you're as you're digging. Um, you you like pull out a bit of paper and um, and you realise that like you needed to give you this to your boss this morning and you didn't so you know Fuck. you're fired you know you're fired. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, oh yeah, definite panic. I stopped digging. Yeah, I'm like, guys, Frank Arlington. Uh, I need to get back to the office. I need to get, I need to get back to the office. I'm so sorry. Fuck are you talking about? Look, we don't have an office. You don't have a you have a car. Nothing. <laughs> And then it and then it shattered. He's holding Ooh. a he's holding a stick. What? Well, I am. He yeah. Is. You are. Yeah, okay. Post Malone. Post Malone's holding a stick. Like a like a twig branch. Yeah, yeah. Just like a little. Like a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like I'm going back to the office. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. I see that, and then I'm like, and I'm looking around. And then, in an attempt to stay cool, where people just walk off embarrassing moments, as Frank is looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I just come back to the grave, get on my knees, and begin digging with the stick without <laughs> without addressing anything that I just did. Like, you tried to throw your keys behind your back and catch them, and instead you just threw your keys into a river? Yeah, no, no, even, no, no, no. I do the, I'm like, what, when you've got like a keychain, you do like a flip with the keys, I do that, and they just launch. <laughs> You just keep walking. They're just, they're just fucking gone. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's Majone. <laughs> just digging with a stick. <laughs> uh, Arlo, Arlo is uh, blinking really hard, looking at both of them, uh, <laughs> trying to take a mental snapshot of this moment. <laughs> Oh, you don't have your camera? Yep, that's it. <laughs> oh, I do have my camera. This is a special moment between three friends that I want to take a mental snapshot of. <laughs> as you guys, as you guys dig for what must feels like hours or weeks or minutes or seconds or days, you find at the bottom a, a like a white, the edge of a white coffin. Do I get to do a memory? Do you want to do a memory? You got a memory about this? I do. Let's hear it. Whoa. So, uh, the reason that at 10 years old I was smoking in Debbie's diner was because my father died and I never had much of a father. So, everything that's coming back is between Jeff, the, you know, 
Debbie's husband, who has been somewhat of a father figure to me, and this fucking coffin. I don't know, something's coming back. Yeah. All right. You say, yeah. Is the coffin locked? Is it locked? It's not locked, no. It's a yeah. coffin that's in the earth. You would have to, like, lift it and pull it out. Um, it doesn't have a padlock on it or anything. They just shut up. Like, if He's there's someone in the cool. coffin that can get out, then they should be able to. That's the general rule. Not, not always, my dude. <laughs> but, but, if, but if people are taking zombie precautions, but, I mean, we don't... you know, maybe... Sorry. <laughs> this is very rude of me, as I've discussed before. Um... Questions like that should be resolved by the D4 of nonsense. So, for people who don't like the D4 of nonsense because it's too chaotic, you can roll 2D4 and halve it, and it gives you a bell curve. Um, but for those of us who are chaotic, um, we rolled a... Is it's it locked? Chaotic. Is it locked? Yes. But the lock is old and rusty. I spray some WD-40 on it. Uh, yeah, now, now it's greasy and old and rusty. <laughs> nice. That's what I wanted. <laughs> Zala's, like, uh, inspecting the lock. Should... Post, can I, can I use that stick to pick this lock? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Picking an old lock with a stick. Incredible stuff. All right. Um, so, you have disadvantage on bravery and... Um, but yeah, this isn't a bravery thing. This would be a dexterity thing. Uh, is there anything about your history that would suggest that you would be especially good at picking an old rusty lock with a stick? Well, here's what I'll tell you is uh, I believe that picking a lock is probably a lot like finding the focus on a camera. Like, you know, you got to like find Which is the a perfect lot. like yeah, setting like making on love. a camera. So uh, I don't necessarily have any experience ever picking a lock, but I believe in myself quite a bit. <laughs> I like that. That makes sense. Um, Frank distracted me so much with this. It's a lot like making love. It made me want to see if Post had any more of that, the heroin he was doing. And we'll move <laughs> on to say, I will take one, one uh, like uh, I would say picking the lock would be um, uh, three, but we'll call it two because of your... Focus work. Okay. I rolled a one and a six. Well, then you get an extra you get an extra token and great success. You uh as you as you put your stick into the lock and wang jangle it around, the old lock is easy to break apart. Um you're not sure if you unlocked it or if you just gonna push through all the lock pins and they're just gonna gave way because of time. Uh, but yeah, um it's weird that like a, a coffin would be bolted closed. Oh no. This is not good. It's oh, not good time, boys. Oh no. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. As you as 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 Arlo is doing his stuff, I'm post post is coming out of the grave back up onto the the, the topsoil and just post, like, post, ready, what's the, what's, the fisticuffs. What's the worst fucking thing that could possibly be in this in this coffin? Probably my 
dead brother who died of an overdose of heroin. What's his name? Jemima Miller. Uh, Jemima Majone. Jemima. Poor Jemima. It's Portuguese. What the fuck? Frank, what's the worst fucking thing that could possibly be in this coffin? Somebody I love. Oh. Um. And Arlington, you're doing well. You flipped the lid of the uh, the coffin. Um. As you look into it, you see um, body parts and documents. Um, Frank and Postman Joe, um, you see um, the dismembered parts of um, your brother and father merged together in a giant horrific monster that steps towards you and um, blames you for all of its suffering and failings. Do I have a gun? Uh, do you have a gun? Uh, that was in the opening thing. You've got a name, a gun, oh, and yeah. a beat-up car. Yeah, gun, yeah. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting lead into my dead brother. I'm sorry, Jemima. So I started blasting. Yeah, I started blasting. <laughs> you shouldn't be here, Jemima. There you go. So as your, as your brother-father greasily pulls himself out of the black sofa towards you... Uh, yeah, <laughs> like lubed and naked, and made of a thousand pieces. You open fire, and let's let's do, let's see how well you guys can with your weapons subdue. Um, does anyone want to spend any tokens at any point? Do yell it out. Um, it's three d three, three d six to um, shoot at this eldritch horror of your previous mistakes. Ooh, you know a, what? Six, not, a six and no matches. I'm not going to roll the real... real a six and no matches. Gonna... You gain a token, and as you as you shoot at it, um, you're, um, like, as you shoot at it, you realise that you're just emptying lead into, like, a, a, a coffin full of body parts. And, like, you were just, for a oh, moment... Jeez, Louise. Terrified. Jeez, you guys. Two and a five. No, no matches. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You also, so the pair of you, like, o open fire, like, ah, on this giant horror that comes out of it, and like Arlo's perspective, and as you two snap too, you both seem to panic and just unload your like um, revolvers into the coffin of like rotten body parts and documents. Um, I would like Arlo's to like my revolver. holding a piece of paper with like smoke coming off of it. Yeah, I like put my revolver back in my back in my pants, and I'm like, <laughs> I just sit. <laughs> I go clear. <laughs> yeah, I I reach into my grimy suit pocket and find some hollow points that I remember I had, and reload my revolver with them. Um. What uh how many how many have we done so far? We've done um a dive bar where you fail to get things, then you went to <laughs> a, a diner. A diner? We a diner. Yeah. And then you got and this then address. The where we got yeah, this there address. we go. Alright. 
Um, and then we've shot up a coffin. I'm gonna... What are you going to say, Vince? Well, I, I was just... I I feel like we haven't really um, been doing very well at looking for or finding this bastard that we're after. Uh, oh, I, I am pretty sure. You said there were documents in the... In the yeah. Can I... Can I make some kind of search to see if there's a you sure can roll, 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 bastard on it. Roll, roll me a d10 <laughs> in fact Arlo you're doing so well roll me two d10s while um, Frank goes off and grabs a drink alright uh, first d10 is an 8 okay second d10 is a 1 they don't match that's good right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how I uh -oh. make these work. Um, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm 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 rifling through these documents, and like some of them are in French, and like some of them are in Italian. So I'm trying to translate and figure out if there's any correlation between those two romantic languages. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh. So, essentially, there's, there's, oh, I've got an upcoming character, and like, it makes the most sense, like, plot-wise so far, that, like, Arlo would have this person, but, like, um, because of the choices that you've made. But this, how Arlo is, makes me think that it wouldn't also fit. Does Arlo have enemies? Um, I, I... Oh, I, I think Arlo believes he has more enemies than he does. But just, does Arlo uh, have enemies? Yeah. So, someone that Arlo would consider yeah, an enemy and other people would also consider an enemy. Yes. Should I, should I describe that person? Please, that'd be great. Yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, Arlo's greatest enemy, probably... Um, he, or at least he believes, is... Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, our, yeah the, uh, a mirror image of Arlo, Arhai. Um, uh, it would be the... the uh, he, he took some pictures and they were, they were of, like, an affair between, between like, a, a politician and, and, you know, a beautiful woman who left her red dress on the floor during the pictures um and uh he, the 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 things did not go well uh for that woman the politician got out of it but the woman had some very severe things happen in her life because of the pictures i took of her and this politician and uh, uh let's say her name is uh Janaya. yeah yeah of course it is I, and um, yeah, Shania uh, Labelle, which is, of course, French for Shania Labelle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Labelle is French for Twain. <laughs> um, do you know the name of the politician? Um, Paul. Attition. Paul Attition. 
That's the one. <laughs> Peter really, Orville Lutitian. I'm very sorry about the way my brain works. I like it. Politician. Yeah. <laughs> um, so amongst all of these documents, they're like horribly um, damaged by a combination of um, being in a grave and um, being with um, like passing meat and also being shot at um, by your alleged friends. Um, Successfully, I might add. The coffin is now clear of all hostiles. Um, You are welcome. As you're looking at it, um, you find documents and you're pretty sure that they suggest that there's like a strong association between the bastard that you're trying to find and politician. And when it comes to politician, no one knows where politician is or has been. Um, And you're pretty sure... That if anyone were to know, you'd know who to ask. I gotta lead, fellas. Is it about ketchup again? Define about ketchup. (laughs) Okay. How is ketchup involved? The color of her dress is ketchup. Motherfucker. <laughs> the thing I like about whatever Wi-Fi Vince is on. I think we all know who I'm talking about. If you're watching the stream, you'll be able to enjoy this firsthand. And it's because there's like a significant difference between his physical performance and then his vocal performance so you'll see him like dramatically lean in and do stuff and then you'll hear the audio that goes with it that's like well my friends let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) it is wonderful i'm enjoying it very much so yeah politician (laughs) knows the bastard if you get if you need to find the politician there's only really one person you can speak to Anyone else have any experience with either politician or... Uh, no, no. Only only uh, Arlo knows anyone else. Let's talk about politician. What do you know about the politician? Post, you're a journalist. Or you used to be. Oh, for sure. You know, Arlo was getting photos of him for me because I was running a story about how politician was running a campaign compromised entirely of... Uh, you know, seedy moral arguments. No more, no more liquor. No more women. No more gambling. And then Arlo was able to get some sweet, sweet snapshots yeah. of Paul. So he's like at the, mm-hmm. at the casino with the mistress doing the cocaine. Sure. So he's uh, running the moral, moral like we clean up these streets, knowing full he's well. Running, that- he's running the 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 last bastion of a failed of a failed spokesperson of vague moral arguments while doing all of them himself. Yeah, and, and then uh, we also yeah. need to know it's worth, it, it's worth mentioning that it's worth mentioning that even though I got some great pictures of Paul Letitian, 80% of the pictures were of his feet. Yeah, they're all like loads and loads of shots of like shrubberies and trees. And, and his feet, there's all, people who like, paid good money for like, that but not, not the Associated Press. Yeah. He was behind the bush at the time I took the photo, said Arlo. And I'm like, well, I put it in the bush folder. Got lots of bees. <laughs> uh, Frank, have you, uh, like, um, how, how, be- when it comes to Ben politicians, how, have you heard of politician? 
Oh, yeah, I mean, everybody, he, he dips his beak in everything. I, a lot, a lot of what I do, a lot of what I do is what you would consider art handling. So let's say something was, I don't know, painted by Hitler. Uh, you know, you can't really sell that. You can't just like go around. So you gotta, you gotta sell it to politician. Because he loves Hitler. <laughs> so, po- politician, a bent politician that that believes in telling people one thing and doing another, and also <laughs> collects Hitler paintings. It's like, yeah, foot photo, foot photo, foot photo, swastika, foot photo, foot photo, swastika. <laughs> like, you're going through the photos when you got given them by Arlo, and you're like, useless, useless. What the and I'm like, Arlo, oh, where did you get these photos? Foot, foot, swastika, foot. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna get a top of my drink and take a quick bathroom yes. break before we head into the next section. I'm gonna Fuck pause yeah. the dramatic music before we change the scene tunes because it's uh, I, it's terrifying otherwise. And, but now we're <laughs> super intense. Enough. To the fucking to Grant Howard and uh, what, Emily, Alex. Something? It was it was Alex Roberts, Alex. I believe. Yeah, sorry. I'm Muscular Pikachu on Twitter. Muscular Pikachu. Muscular I mean. Incredible at. Yeah. Thank you so much. This game is a blast. And also playing with you know. Oh yeah. You guys is okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> The game is amazing. With we're us, here too. Nerds.com. Exactly. What was that, Vince? Yeah. I said. I said it's a blast playing with us. Hotdicenerds.com. I. It's hotdicenerdsmillionyears.com. We should probably get oh, that one too. I say that. I say that an awful lot. <laughs> I uh, That's a revelation for me. I Tom. never knew why you kept saying million years. I thought it was like an inside joke. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's it started as a Rick and Morty reference that I got like wrong the first time, and then <laughs> every time I have to do hot hot dice nerds, I've just fucking like leaned into it. So it's the good shit. It's the good shit. Indeed. Uh, Tell me, I want to know from both of you how close to your own dreams this has been so far. Mm, yeah, close. I don't really have nightmares all that much, which I'm very fortunate for. I don't really have sleep paralysis or night terrors. So it's yeah. mostly just like I'm watching a film, but I'm in it, which is its own kind of terror yeah. in, a, in, a, in a sense. Do you, do you feel like you have agency in your dreams? No, 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 no. I don't have any of that lucid dreaming modern shenanigans. I'm just, I'm on the roller coaster, my dude. <laughs> okay, okay. How about you, Vince? Yeah, I, uh, I, I have a lot of dreams and a lot of nightmares, um, and for my whole life. So I actually, like, a lot of the time, feel that I am capable of controlling my dreams to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but what happens is, um, they're often quite like they're like anxiety dreams so i'll have like 
dreams where I have to dodge a lot of things or run a lot or like, you know, just like yeah, high yeah. anxiety things. You're, and you're I can just control some of what's happening. Yeah, like I can control some of what's happening, but as soon as I start to think I can control things, like if I become too aware of controlling things, then my my like subconscious thought fights back. It'll I'll be like, oh, I can control this. I'll turn that light off. And then like there's a thought that goes like, yeah, but what if it doesn't turn on? So then it doesn't. And like so then I drink. get caught in my own anxieties, which is sort of like where things develop into like you know, I wake up and I'm still anxious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I mean, that's, I thought that was normal. <laughs> Apparently it's not. I, I probably, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way I feel. Like I, if, if I remember a dream, it's usually because of the panic involved. <laughs> like I woke up, I, I thought I could fly, but it was really falling. Uh, would, you, would you like to? Would you like to hear something that will make you hate me? Uh, it's impossible. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> hate you. And yet, what I'm about to say will guarantee it. I, uh, I have almost no problem falling asleep. Um, I go to bed. I lie down, and uh, I, I say to myself, "That's enough. Let's go to sleep." And I just relax. And as I relax, I just let my mind stop thinking and I feel it kind of like open to that and then I am asleep and then I am awake and it is the morning <laughs> I hate you so much I mean I love you I don't really hate you my, my, like... my Fitbit consistently reports that I'm getting like an 80 plus sleep score I've and seen, that no, you, I, you used to send that to the group chat yeah yeah rub it and catch face and I would send mine which is like <laughs> Two to three hours. Yeah, yeah. It's like we don't know how well you slept because you won't consistently stay in bed for more than six minutes, and you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, now that I'm on trazodone, I I do that, but I'm much sleepier. Oh, okay. While I do that, <laughs> I hope over time they figure out yeah. more about the brain because, like. It's weird that we know so much about so many things and can, like, have people walk around the moon and at the same time people be like, oh, I think this part of the brain's to do with maths. And you'd be like, did you get that from a phrenology book? And they'd be like, maybe. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it's it's a fucking meat computer that designed itself over millions of years. It's, I, it designed itself a bit of a wide word. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, in like, the same way that like AI figures out how to walk, and by the time it's done, it's like jumpy, jumpy, trip and roll. And you're like, yeah. that's how you've chosen to walk. And you'd be like, hey, it ran the most efficient one around on my test. And you're like, oh, well, yes. that's how we walk now. That's why everything's so broken. Like, do you think if intelligent design existed, that we wouldn't be able to like turn off certain parts? If intelligent like, design existed, then like it would make everyone the same height. Like, <laughs> oh my the god! Start. Like, I am, I am wee. I'm so little. <laughs> we all are. Yeah, I that, mean, you know, when I'm standing up. In the grand scheme of things. <laughs> we're, we're all, all of us are currently, except Tom. We're all sat in Tom's top pocket. Um, 
Tom is. Tom is He's eight foot nine. Um, he is holding a three liter glass in his hand. Um, his headphones are custom made. Um, he can. He no, can. They're, they're kettle drums. He can this only live. This is a, this is an iPad. <laughs> this, is a, this is a large can. That's a he he can only live in Victorian homes with like twelve foot ceilings. He has to have all the doors replaced. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I'm pretty sure. Like when you learn to walk in a straight line, that's that's how the Thames was made, right? Oh yeah, mate. We just I just plow with my feet. They call me the yeah. foot plower. Like you'd ever go south. In the north of England. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, foot, and that's not even a shirt you're wearing. That's that's not even. Okay, a shirt should you're I wearing. should that's, I have said Avon? I don't parasol. fucking know you rivers. <laughs> this is it. I stole one of the parasols from like a beach when I went on holiday, and I just wrapped myself in it. <laughs> One of the many I reasons I'm friend with Tom is that whenever it comes to a group photo, because he's so tall, people have to put the camera so high, so I always look fantastic. That's I get it. shot That's from true, yeah, you get the, the upward... Tom gets a straight on, I get, the, I get the angle, which is good, because then everyone can see, like, my... What's going on here over time. It comes for all of I, us. At your elegant widow's peak? Yeah, we'll call it that. I'm doing much better than my father, um, who... Um, Lost the majority of this and looked like a looked like a discount Picard by the time he was thirty five. So. <laughs> <laughs> we have Picard at home. Discount. Yeah, you have Capard. <laughs> <laughs> and so I figured that probably um, if you were looking for Denya Labelle, um, she would be singing tomorrow night at a bar. She'd be the performing act. In a slinky dress. Oh, does does she sing at the opera? No, not the opera. She sings in a sings in a bar, just like doing jazz hits and yeah, stuff. Like, you know, slinky, come see nice the Nice little lounge. Yeah, lounge, lounge singer. She's doing a lounge a, singer. Just doing a. Mm. Yeah, and she does she does jazz covers of uh, the soundtrack to Space Jam. Yeah, she does jazz covers. Slam. <laughs> If yeah. you want a jab, she, she also does Blink One Eighty Two tracks. It's like all the a small thing. Get out of my house! Get out of my house! <laughs> <laughs> What's my age again? Ah! Oh no! Delete this. <laughs> That's like, what, the fourth time you said that? Awful. Just, yeah, it's my go to phrase. Uh, this <laughs> is it's my, my current go to phrase. It's got a go to phrase. We're, we're just going we're gonna, to we're put this out on all the channels. It's just going to be there forever. <laughs> so we're going to title every video, delete this. <laughs> as, as if it was like an administrative note. <laughs> to do, delete this. In, in, in me in red crayon. <laughs> all yeah, caps. This is, delete this. One to delete this one underscore one to oh, yeah. delete this one final underscore one underscore one final <laughs> underscore new dot pdf dot doc x underscore use this one uh, final 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 <laughs> attachment dot gif oh, all right <laughs> you guys like rabbit holes I love rabbit holes. That's the place, the, the, that's where you're going. It's a place that's called the rabbit hole. Amazing. Ah, uh, yes. I gotta tell you, um, that was an accident. 
but a happy one. Dugga, 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 in the weird car that's very broken as you pull up in the parking lot. And like, uh, my car's all cracked. Yeah, your car, your car's all cracked as the uh, as you pull up to the front and the guy takes your keys and then he goes down to buy and park it and puts your keys in the like booth thing. So valet parking. Um, you make your way inside. It's a fancy place. What are you guys wearing? Quick reminder. What do you look like? Remember, last night you're out digging up a corpse. Um, you've you've had an overnight since then. It's now eight pm. N- knowing, knowing that we were going to a to a, yeah, you to, knew a you jazz, were to a jazz bar yeah uh, yeah like a you know a nice a nice black, all black all black shirt mm-hmm. but with like red lining on the on on the on the cuffs and the collar and things oh I like it like Mentor. very slick yeah, 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 very yeah. cool maybe maybe even oh what's the term uh, you know like little John Lennon sunglasses yeah yeah yeah. Red, red, red lens, little circle sunglasses. Nice. Sunglasses oh, indoor at night. Oh, it's a jazz bar. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, Corey it, it, in, indoor, <laughs> indoor sunglasses at night. Prick. Anyway. <laughs> what am I going to do? Look at photos. <laughs> no, no, no. What the fuck? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, Arlo, what do you look like? There we go. Here it is. Very nice, very nice. That is a jazzy shirt. It it was just under my desk. It was just under my desk, he says, as he pulls out a jazz. As he pulls out a fucking art deco shirt. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Look at that. It's absolutely gorgeous that it was just under his desk. Exactly fitting the fucking film noir. Theme Are of the bar that you're entering. Beardsley? Um, Damn it. All right, I'm I'm sorry I let him go before you, um, Frank. Top that. <laughs> hey, uh, just I don't know if you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing jeans and a hat. What's your shirt look like? I'm wearing jeans and a hat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, was there a, a nicer suit than my hundred-year-old beat-up suit? in the coffin that we dug up. Here we go. <laughs> no, and when you tried to put it on, it, it kind of stuck to you, and you thought it looked really good, and no one else thought it did. But you liked the way that it like, like stuck to your skin. It felt nice. And everyone was like, that's because of like rotten stickiness from like tree sap and things and you were like I oh, know I think it looked really good and you look like absolute you you look like you're wearing the sapped up rotted suit of a corpse because you are uh is it better than my old suit no wow yeah I wrote a one so it's a no and yeah no 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 I mean I'm just I'm probing probing yeah. the world I mean, you've got you've got your tokens. You know, you could spend oh, some. Oh, I, I do. I have my tokens. <laughs> I spent both of them. Oh, to make yeah. the car still exist. Roll some, roll, <laughs> which, roll some, we, which we all appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> roll, roll some sixes to do some challenges. All do, right. Um, so you know does this do? does this game for tokens need you guys to like do more challenges? Like do you need more challenges so you can get more sixes, so you can get more stuff? Yes. 
Got it. I mean, oh, that's, 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 the, that's the only way to get tokens, right? Yeah. As far as I, I can tell, it's the only way to get yeah. tokens. Yeah. 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 All right. So, all right. Rules for anything. And I failed Arlo, at everything. Ever. Arlo is going to take a risk. Arlo is going to take a big risk and is going to go up on stage looking fantastic and join the song that's being sung to get her attention. Like he's gonna go up to the microphone and be like, and be like, miss you, miss you, miss you. I love that. Where that's fantastic. You? And I wanna, and I wanna. I'm so sorry. So that's a, that's a want. I want to put that as a once we're inside action, and I want to see if I can get some opportunities for okay. either Frank and Post to also do some things that they want to like try and achieve before we're in the door, so that they can like maybe two if they can get some tokens, etc. Uh, is there a doorman? Uh, there's a we doorman. To... Yeah, there's a valet. Um, as you guys pull up, and oh, tries to a, take your key. Yeah, yeah, there's a valet. I I mean, uh, I think I think Post might need to deal with the valet that's not my business you don't do anything with the valets he's like keys please sir let me park your car oh so, so uh to post i am i i'm i'm gonna let the valet take the car and just hope that he doesn't let it shatter into a thousand pieces as he parks it Okay, so you, you're like, trying to like you're trying to like calm the man to be like carefully drive my shaker like, car. I'm like, this is a this is this is a delicate beast. Be careful when you put it into second. Yeah, the windscreen wipers are a bit iffy. Remember to when I you unlock unlock when you when you turn the ignition, you have to hold the key up. Like I'm going over all the little niggles of the car. Yeah. Okay. Then three uh, three um, D six. Easy. Easy. Uh, oh no! Uh, one match, one two twos, two twos, and not a six. So I see two twos and no six. Okay, yeah. Uh, the 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 guy's like, yeah, 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 and you hear him like get into your car and be like, <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> like just changing, like clear, like as he pulls the place away, you can hear that he's doing the whole thing in first gear, and as he does that, you're pretty sure that you can see your clutch pedal on the street as he like yeah, I'm puts like, I'm like, you have to, you have to <laughs> indicate left when you go into second. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in H. It's, it's all just... Why the window down when you break? Brundle. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, Frank, okay. are you doing anything before you get into the club? Uh, yeah, I mean, are we... Uh, do we need to get past the bouncer? I can... Uh... Then there are door staff, you look like shit. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go up to him and I'm gonna challenge him in a game of chess. <laughs> Interesting. If I can win, we get in the bar. No questions asked. If I lose, I'll go change my clothes and take a shower, and then we get in the bar. Yeah. Okay. Is you challenging to that? The whole world falls apart, and the two of you are sat opposite each other, and you're both children, and your parents are there, like your um, whoever your parental figures were there, and they're like banging you on to succeed. And as you look at all the pieces, they all look the same, and you can't tell them apart. Um, how difficult is this for you? I'll let you pick your own challenge. 
you pick a you pick a five, you're much less likely to succeed and much more likely to get sixes, so you get more uh, mm. things. You pick a lower number, you're much more likely to succeed, much less likely to get sixes. Uh the character this is based on yeah. is a person who is based on me. Um, <laughs> so unfortunately, <laughs> it's gotta be like a two. Two. All right, there we go. Then let's uh let's let's roll two and see how you do in your uh your challenge against you and also eight year old bouncer. Six Nice, as long as the next one's no Very six. Very nice. He got a six again. Sixes. Did you really? Did you honestly really get a six? Jesus Christ. This guy. This fucking Why guy. Why would I lie? Why would I lie? You gain an extra that's, token. That's not why. I'm not incredulous because of that you're assumed lying. <laughs> you, so you gain, a, you gain one. Oh, no. You gain one extra token as a result of that. And, um, Hooray! You fail at chess, and whatever. What was your failure condition? You have to go home and change. Yeah. All right. We'll see you in a little bit as you walk home to change. He's off. <laughs> um, Arla, you were you were heading up onto the stage to sing a song. Um, we know yeah. Vince is a performer, but Arla appears to be a weird photographer that doesn't understand what people want or like. Um, <laughs> we, we we call that three. <laughs> oh sure, yeah, with a voice like this. Oof, you're right. Maybe I should have made it higher. <laughs> How'd you do? I can roll one more. I got a two, a four, and a six. Well, Amazing. Adam, point and great stuff. You go up onto the stage and you, you sing a song. Um, you knew this person, right? Did they knew you? You're the guy who took a photograph of things. Um, she looks a little. She like she's she's being professional, but you can see from the corner of her eye that she's not happy to see you. Um, Post, what are you doing? So I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking as as is almost posts. Uh, Posts oof where I'm gonna head round the back. I'm gonna head into the uh, the changing rooms, the dressing rooms, and the the backstage of the of the, of the lounge, and sure. try and sc- try and scope out any potential threats. As they're like, has Labelle got a bodyguard? Maybe has Labelle maybe got friends who are you know some mean looking sons of bitches who are gonna like cause trouble for us. Oh yeah, okay. Um, if I can yeah, get if yeah. I can get the jump on them. Sure. So are you being sneaky? What's your vibe? My vibe is I am I am ahead of time. I've got my revolver out and I'm like stalking through the fucking I'm like heading in through the back door looking for looking for trouble. Oh, and yeah. like, you know, when when I see like the go the go go dancers and I'm like, move ladies, move and they're like, ah as I'm like as I'm like Oh okay, you're really building. really ramping up the tension on I'm this like one then. Going through yeah. the building. Alright, we'll call this four four D six please as yeah, you attempt to go yeah. through and see what's going on as you like drastically ramp up the uh the stress levels for everyone backstage. Uh 
Oh, unbelievable. One, two, three, six. Jesus fucking Christ. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. You make your way through. Um, yeah, go-go girls are generally confused by you. There's, like, people, like, around there. Like, you see some kind of mafiosa people stood around chatting and stuff. You make your way through all of them. Like, you don't alarm anyone that you shouldn't alarm. You clear your way. You make your way to the dressing room to... Uh, Daniela Bell, and you put your ear to the door, and you can hear a man on the phone arguing about a contract. Shit. Okay. What can I hear? What? Uh, what can I? Uh, you hear a guy saying like, uh, "Hey, come on, this is uh, Daniela Bell we're talking about. If you want to get her on your stage, I want, like especially if she's on television. Television's the new thing. If, you, if she's going to appear there, then I'm going to need to. Uh, I'm going to need to see at least uh, ten thousand dollars for a." For a performance, if you're needing her for six different shows, this is uh, this is uh, Daniela Bell we're talking about. She's not just any singer. She's uh, she's one of the best. She's uh, she's friendly. She's respected. She's uh, known by the guys. Fucking EV shit. Okay, yeah, now back in the game. What? <laughs> Doing uh, fancy shirt time. It's the button it's, for everyone. I can't look at us. Look, look at us. The whitest people alive. Look at us. <laughs> 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 Who'd have thought we'd be here? <laughs> uh, okay, so I can hear it's like an agent or something. It's like it's someone's agent. She's you know manager. Um, an agent, yeah, an agent or a manager, like negotiating, saying like if you want uh, Daniela Bell, you know she's a good singer, she's talented, she's got connections. Like right, uh, this this is it. This is the moment of truth. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna barge into the room. Yeah, revolver drawn. All right, and I'm like walking up to him. And as however he reacts, presumably panic or whatever, but whatever he does, I'm taking the phone, snatching it out of his hand, putting the phone down on the receiver, and I'm like, "You're, you're. I can tell that you're LaBelle's man. We, we got to know where Paul is. I think you know where Mister Letitian may reside as LaBelle's manager. Uh, you, I know you know some details. And then I cock the revolver, and I'm like, under his, under the chin. I'm like, look, this could all go. This this little problem you got happening to you right now, this could this could dissolve. You just got to tell me where I can find Mr. Letitian. Sure, that yeah, that sounds on brand. Let's roll a D. Let's two D six. Two D six. Two D six. Come on, dice. Uh, a one Did and a three. You just summon Dutch Borat. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Come on, nice. nice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> nice, nice. That Dutch boar has a very different brand. Slightly, slightly. No, <laughs> <laughs> no matches. Uh, listen to me, very close. I'm going to say this was. That <laughs> <laughs> winning no by Rose. By the way, you guys, Kat is literally just back from the pub. Talking to us in the chat. Just want you to know. Wow. Oh, we are so we wise. Go. It is true. So wise. It's true. <laughs> okay. It's nice. I'm just, so, a bunch of, just a bunch of boys in fancy shirts just pretending to be other people. As you, as you put the gun under this guy's chin, he's like, like, as you grab the phone from him, he's like, hey, I'll call you back. I've got other meetings. And you put the thing down. You put the gun under his chin. Mm. And he's like, uh, uh, Mr. Majone. Um, You'd be a you'd be a foolish man to pull that trigger. Uh, I'm a I'm Daniel LaBelle's manager, but uh, getting rid of me would be more than a mistake. As we pull out to um, Frank and 
Arlo. Frank, you just made it in the door. Um, Posts made it, gone into the back, gone backstage, he's doing something. Arlo's up on stage, singing a duet. Um, Do you want to know how that's going? Or do you not care? No, 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 I'm interested. I'm interested in what's happening with my compatriots. Sure. Um, so, so roll 2d6 to see how well you can figure out what's going on up on the stage. Oh, I hid that physical dice from myself. So I'm going to use the computer one. For safety. <laughs> For safety. I got two threes. As you run up to the oh, stage, Barry. you trip and bang it's your teeth against dying. the edge of the stage. As you bang your teeth against the edge of the stage from your trip, you fall back and you're knocked unconscious. And it knocks the singer off by a beat and everyone seems to like pay a moment of attention to you. Um, Arlo, um, you're, you're trying to like keep up with the band and everything else. Romy, Romy, um, you're, you're doing all right. Romy 2d6. <laughs> Four and a five. Four and a five, yeah. You manage to like keep rhythm with like what the band's doing. You follow with what she's doing. You bring her back onto track, and like everything seems to be going all right. And you look over at Frank and give him like a no, no hand. <laughs> as, as, as Frank lies there, like figuring out where he's bleeding from. I thought I had an hang glider. I keep. You go hang gliding one time, they call you Frank the Hang Glider. <laughs> Arlo, are you still banging out the hits, or have you got other plans? Um, well, he, here's what I'm thinking, is um, I, 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 I look deep into the eyes of uh, the singer, who I named, but I Daniel Daniela LaBelle. Yes, I look at Ms. LaBelle. And uh, I start to like make my way over towards her. And I think that like while we're singing this duet, she recognizes me. Um, and this is, this is the moment in which um, I, I become this meme. And I go, I go, bees, look at me. I am the GM now. Have you run, are you running now seven? And let's I go, let's go. Of the points I've accumulated over this time. It's happening. Fuck yeah. So, there are so many ways you can play these games. And when it comes to ones where there's like a secret unlocked insanity level, if you have one player who's just fucking missioning towards that, it's it's beautiful. Um, You're the GM. Um, I would like to play Daniel LaBelle, but if you would like me to play someone else, I will. Uh, That's that's great. I was going to say... Ms. LaBelle slaps Arlo so hard that he dissociates and like like he like he stops being himself and therefore his spirit like kind of goes into her. She becomes the character instead of Arlo. They like switch places. I wish we could trade places for just one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, um... they get freaky Friday. They get Freaky Friday. I mean, you, you're the GM. You're saying that you get Freaky Friday. Okay. So who who am I playing? 
So you are you are still uh, Daniel Abel, um, but okay. like, I'm just sort of making her the main character so that Arlo doesn't like I, I don't have to think about Arlo too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So um, yeah, Arlo's on autopilot. Is what you're saying, and I am Daniel Labelle, yeah. who um, uh, used to be a teacher, and uh, now she works as a singer. Um, and I have, hang on, let me get D3. Oh, I got six and a half of that. Three, I get three, got three. Okay. Oh, yes, I, yeah, yeah, there you go. You're GM, you lead. So, uh, uh, post Majone, in this, there's a moment that happens for all three of you kind of at the same time. Uh, Post Majone, you look over at the mirror in the change room uh, as you're holding the gun up to the to, to Ms. LaBelle's um, manager. And when, when you look at your reflection, you don't see yourself. You see Ms. LaBelle and Frank Horn. And Frank, you're staring at like a mirrored ceiling in the club and the same thing's happening to you. And Danny LaBelle looks over at the bar where there's also a mirror so that you all kind of like swoosh into the mirror and you are all sitting around a poker table with Paul Letitian, who's ready to play. Smoking a big fat cigar. I have a cigar. Holding my cards, I'm like, I look at him and I'm like, I should have taken you for everything when I had the chance, but I'll take you for it for now. I don't know how poker works, so I put cards down. And then... <laughs> uh, you, uh, well, yeah. no, you wait for the dealer to... Oh, yeah, to I look at my cards, yeah. I'm like, I should have taken you for everything when I had the chance, but I'll do it now. And then I I put... Yeah, um, so, uh... I'm sorry, I, I reach into my back pocket... And I put down um, my hopes and dreams into the into the pile of money and coins. And they like glow and shimmer. Uh, so, the, so the hope, so the so the bet is your hopes and dreams, um, and we're looking to see if if Post Majone and Frank Horn um, and uh, Paul Letitian. Paul Letitian puts his hopes and dreams in immediately. And smirk. Oh, his own hopes and uh, dreams. How exciting! You? Well, yeah, you got you. You have to match the. You got to match the bet. Yeah. Some something of equal value or greater. Yeah, so he puts his own hopes and dreams. Exciting. I fold immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, postman Jane, I will. I will put in my hopes and dreams, and I will. And I will raise the uh, the memory of one loved one. As I as I push in the memory of the love of Mrs. Majone. Jesus. Okay. Uh, roll two d six. Roll two d six to see if they uh, can tell if you're bluffing. Oh boy. Oh my God! Two ones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's me now? Ab, <laughs> <laughs> you know you roll so twos. Good. Uh, yeah, you are sweating. You are sweating profusely. And in the and game, politician doesn't even, <laughs> doesn't even hesitate. 
puts in the love or, um, you know, the, the memory of a loved one. And uh, then they both look to um, Miss LaBelle. Well, to see if I up it. Mm-hmm. You, you need to match it to stay in the game. I, uh, I put down um, forgiveness for the um, uh, abortion that he made me do. Ooh. Okay. Let's let's have you roll three dice to see if he even gives a shit. Okay. Because he's a bad, bad man. Uh, Yeah, I don't feel like she'd have any kind of specific class advantage, like who she is as a person. If she'd been through this and she went through that, then it's unlikely that she has any leverage against him that like gives her better than three. So... A one, a three, and a three. Tough deal. So yeah, so so I mean the bet is accepted, but um, but uh, politician sort of leans in and goes, "I think we're gonna need a little bit more than that, darling." Um, put down the memory of my mother. Except that um, the dealer uh, turns his head like 360 degrees, like all the way around, and then focuses his eyes on Frank Horn. Uh, takes out like it's like a like a, one of those um, like kids like a Nerf gun, but he puts the whole deck into the Nerf gun and hands it over to you and says, "Your deal." So, Frank, you're the dealer now. All right. Um, yeah, so what do you what do you do with that? Well, I mean, first of all, I shuffle the fucking shit out of the cards. You're talking <laughs> like I am breaking them up. I'm like cutting them into pieces and gluing them back together. It's like <laughs> the, the guys at the uh, like the hibachi grill that are just like <laughs> your raccoon uh, under your chef hat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be cute though? Yeah, um, everything everywhere all at once. Okay, Kat, let's, let's get is let's the get roll two for that. Going cuisine, <laughs> cuisine. Cuisine, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cat and I often yell at yeah. cuisine at each other for other reasons. Um, <laughs> they exist only between myself and Cat. But yes, Cat cuisine. I haven't checked my Instagram for a while, but I will immediately after this. Anyway. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So just to give you to give you more rolls, I'm gonna give you more rolls. So roll two dice, Frank, um, because you're you're you seem very confident and and very good with cards. To shuffle them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those are they. Me and a six and a five. I'll be goddamned. Guess a token. Goddamn. Yeah. So you get a token, I... and uh, yeah, you shuffle the deck really, really well. Uh, so well that you might even have managed to stack the deck a bit. Okay. So. Um, Rules are five card Texas Hold'em. We are going straight up cowboy poker. So everybody gets three cards. I put down two cards. Do you want any extra cards, everybody else? 
Let's imagine that um, Danielle Labelle has no idea how to play poker. Or, like, she knows how to play poker, but I don't. Um, it, so, snap. Uh, it would be up to somebody else to tell you what your cards are. I, I, li- I still, I'm, I'm very deal. sorry. I, I am lost. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how am I doing? <laughs> you're, I'm, you're doing, I'm nothing gonna, has happened yet. You, the deal has occurred. Okay. And right yeah. now, no bets have been placed. You're waiting for what cards you yeah. have. I'm going to, I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to, I'm building a, a mini game within our game. Um, I'm going to have uh, both Host Majone and Ms. LaBelle uh, roll five dice. And the dice will be what your hand is. Oh, just five D6. Texas Hold'em, but... But roll five dice. You want five d6, yeah? Or do you want a d12 for a pack? Uh, five d6. Five d6. And 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 this is a, a special moment in this game where you actually are looking for pairs, or three of a kind, in your dice. My so my your fucking dice is mind is goddamn blown. I know it's insane. All right, here we go. I, I just I just rolled one two three one. Four, Two twos, two fours, and a five. Oh, that's actually a really great hand. That is a good hand. I mean, yeah. Ordinarily, that's atrocious. <laughs> We're ready for. Here comes Daniela Bells. Um, yeah. I got uh, a two, a four, a six, and two fives. Two, a four, a six, and two fives. Okay. Um. Okay, I, you you have one. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. Let's do it because it's fun. <laughs> okay, how many am I rolling? Five? Or what? No, no, no. Five. I. Okay, never mind. Three, four, five. Okay. A one. Wait, no. Two ones, two fours, and a three. So. Tom is currently two ones, leading. Two fours and a three. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have two pairs? Is that how we're playing it? You have. Yeah. You have two pairs, but you have two higher. Like one of your pairs is higher than mine, I think. So. Oh, of course. Yeah. I was just got yeah. apples and grapes. Sorry, I, wrote, I don't know what anything is. Yeah. I wrote everything. <laughs> Twist. <laughs> I wrote everything down very, very fast. Post. Can you remind me what your hand was? I had I, the, the signifiers were two twos and two fours. Two twos and two fours. Okay. Great. Um, so uh, essentially, like for the last round of betting, now that you know what your hands are, um, uh, bees, you have one pair. Uh, post, you have two pair with fours on top. Uh, Frank, you have two pair with fours on top. But well, no, but, no, no. But I, know, I have two pair, two ones. He has two yeah. twos. So I would yeah. say. Um, and then, and then, uh, okay, so. so Please, this I is, love you so much. This is I have no idea what's going on. Gonna... Yeah, we know. <laughs> that's, that's We're what... going to be out of this very soon. Um, this, is, this is the moment in which I'm just like allowing you, the players, to, to see if you want to try to take on um, Paul Letitian with, this, with the hand that you rolled. Um, to get some information from him about 
the best. 100%. With my two twos and two fours, I am betting as as Post Majone takes like a fold-up piece of notepad paper out of his pocket and puts it onto the table and pushes it in the circle. I am betting information on the bastard's location. Where Where is the bastard? As I push it into the table. Vince, you're well beyond the five minutes you're supposed to get, but like, if you're deep into it, like, we can keep going. I have no problem with that. If like you, if you know where can, this is going, I can wrap this up. I can wrap this up and 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 pass it off to you. Um, you've you've bet that. That's great. Um, so we're going through what everyone has. Uh, so Ms. Labelle loses her bet. Uh, loses the memory oh. of a loved one. Or, yeah, she loses um, the memory of her mother and she loses her hopes and dreams and she loses um, her <laughs> right to be Christ. angry about her abortion. <sighs> Oof. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Frank, yeah. Brutal. Frank, you're, you're just playing as, Frank, you're just playing as the dealer. So, um, you know, if you win, like, everyone loses everything. Um, and uh, this is the hand I'm going to see if it actually works to show you. This is the hand that um, Paul Letitian rolled. He rolled a two pair. It's a pair of threes and a pair of twos. Suck it. <laughs> so you did, you actually won post. And this is and where... I, and I, um, do, I do the cartoon. I pull, in, I pull in the winnings into myself. And this is like, and so this is where, like, Post, can I have moment, a couple of my dreams back, though? <laughs> in this moment, Arlington kind of just like takes a sudden gasp of air and is awake again, uh, in 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 his own body. Um, but I pass it off to bees for whatever it is the information that politician may. As you pull that into your chest, you receive you receive the. Uh... You receive an awful lot of stuff that you weren't expecting. Um, you feel the, the the pain and anger of being forced to have an abortion. You um, feel the uh, the love of your um, uh, non-American mother who like desperately wanted you to travel to the States to make a name for yourself. Um, you Was that all that we got from Paul Letitian? Uh, no, from Daniel Bell. Hopes and, oh, uh, hopes and dreams. And um, you also receive the desperate desire to um, reach popularity and success that allows all of the people that you love to be happy. They now pump through you. Feels good. <laughs> I don't know what you got from uh, from everyone else. What you got? You beat you beat um, politician, right? Yeah. So I, I I I betted and then subsequently won. Uh, knowledge on the bastard's location. Yeah, the bastard's location and the hopes and dreams. You got the politician was desperate, desperate mm. to uh, impress the bastard so that he could uh, make his way up the ladder to do even worse things in the world. You also found out that um, the um, the bastard is um, held uh, like he lives in um, a villa on an island. Um, not far from here, but like over the coast, protected by like, you know, like you couldn't drive there. You like it's like guests are like he's got an opera performance. He's got guests arriving more like speedboat and helicopter and stuff like that. Um, 
Okay, it's on his... Like, people call it... He calls it his villa, but other people call it his compound. Understood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The man has a bunker. Um, it's uh, beautiful and Sicilian. That is, is this information that's shared with, with us, with Arlington and Frank? Oh yeah, I tell I tell the guys as I as I you know maybe we, maybe we dip into a into a dressing room somewhere in the back of the club, and I'm like, look, some shit just went down. Here's where we're going. You two just discuss amongst yourselves real quick while I just for one second in real time, but a hundred years in my own mind, enjoy <laughs> the hopes and dreams of these people that I've just stolen hopes and dreams from. They're like, the bond, they're like bonded into you now they're like also partially now your hopes and dreams like, yeah, uh, yeah, like the, the anger that you feel like the anger that you absorbed is also now kind of your anger like uh, yeah, the yeah, hopes yeah. and dreams that you have like they even if they're like opposed you still hope that you will achieve all of those yes yeah yeah, yeah. it's in me it's in me You've I want to sing and them. dance father yeah while uh, while you were doing that I was Dipping my holotip bullets from my revolver into various substances. Um, some of it's beer, some of it's whiskey, some of it's my own blood. Um, so surprise me. Yeah, so you've lived an interesting life, so your 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 blood is in itself a risk. <laughs> yeah. Do I get so, a roll anything or? No, no, you don't need to roll. I think you just achieved that. Um, so uh, he, like, you know where the bastard is. He lives on an island that, like, he causes he causes villa that people call the compound. It's uh, three miles out to sea from where you are. Um, I'm going to suggest something that I think Frank will enjoy very much. I think it's about time we find some hang gliders <gasps> to get to this island. You guys, let's <laughs> get some hang gliders. There's a there's a there's a large cliff face that if you climbed high, like if you go high enough, that you could travel out and fly across the city. If you went the other way, you could travel maybe three miles and land on that small island you can see in the distance. Who knows? Um, it, it's run by a guy called um, Brick, um, and like. He's like, hey guys, thanks so much for coming. It's great to see you here. Like, uh, we'll get you guys kitted up, and like, uh, you can you can pair up with a buddy, or you can like fly solo if you've done this before. We're like gonna fly over the city. We're gonna see some of the sights, and like come back around, and then afterwards we're like gonna go down. All you guys can enjoy like a little mozzarella and some sliced tomatoes. Um, but yeah, like, uh, welcome to the cliff. My name's Brick. Uh, I'm single. Brick, can I give you a great big kiss on the mouth? Yeah, as you as you kiss Brick deep on the mouth, roll me two d six to see how that goes. <laughs> I I'm so glad I hid that physical one for me because my luck has improved so much. Ah, six and a four. Yeah, he's okay, kind of into really it. You get yeah, token and like he's he's kind of into it. Like uh, afterwards, he's like, "Oh yeah, bro," and like he writes his number onto your arm. I remember it. Yeah. 
Uh, I Let's think be... Arlington will choose to fly with Frank in a in a in a tandem. You're gonna tandem it out, yeah. Do you yeah, want to so... be side by side? Uh, I I, I want to be. I saw that cartoon for a for a good time. Call this number, and then I just like two guys hang gliding, and they're like, <laughs> no one ever calls. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. How are you traveling, Post? I uh, yeah, I assume yeah. As as <laughs> as as the odd one, I obviously need a partner from the cliff hang gliding facility. And sure. Brick is presumably running the shop, so I'll take. Yeah, the there's other people as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob, Romy, the, assist- the assistant Brock. <laughs> sure, Rom, Romy two d six to see which person you randomly grab from the crowd. Uh, a two and a three. Two and a three. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, you, you grab someone who's, like, excited to do it, and she's like, oh, I've always wanted to do this. This would be so much fun. Like, uh, you've done this before, and you're like, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, this, yeah. this will be great. And she's, like, wearing, like, a lot of fitness gear that you can tell that, like, she purchased especially for doing this, and, like, at no point has her life involved anything remotely resembling fitness. And she's, like, grabbing onto the thing. She's like, I'm ready, I'm ready. As as post Majo and name's Harriet. in a trench coat. I'm like, come on, Harriet. Let's go. Harriet Thespy. Harriet It like the spy, Harriet the Spy. You guys don't remember that fucking kill. Oh. Fuck. I'll just I go fucking kill myself. No. <laughs> They, they, these are the culture wars. This is what we get. This is, this cu- is the culture war. Yeah, culture wars is like it's color spell with a U. Where do you call the place where you take a shit? It's not like do do certain classes of people have rights. No, it's, it's, this is culture <laughs> war. It's right here. It, it, it's like yeah. What, what do you what do you call that show from my childhood? And everyone gets angry <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. Well, no, I mean, but like, why is no one as, as good a voice actor as the guy who played Mumra? I mean, like, I would say I can list a million voice actors that are much better. Uh, for example, um, Billy West. It's Billy West. Who's the vo- Billy West? The, the, vo- the voice of Fry. Oh, Philip right. J. Okay. Fry. Philip yeah, yeah, yeah. Fry. Uh, okay. I like, let's say Christopher McCullough, a.k.a. Jackson Public. Let's say Doc Hammer. Let's say... You know, I, I, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I just remember <laughs> the the voice of Mumra is so like unique and distinct. Like, uh... I yes, I know. I'm just being combative because I'm set up to be that way. Maybe but does does he also do the voice of the king in um, that Netflix show, King of the Hill? Yeah. No. <laughs> Moving on, as you hang glide. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how hang gliding goes. Who's good at hang gliding? Who's bad at hang gliding? Really bad. <laughs> I am really excellent bad. at hang gliding. I, I've been preparing for this. It's all... It's it's as close that I, as I can be to a bird. 
Okay, so um, Arlington, you don't need to do anything because Frank's going to roll 2d6. Post, you said you're bad at it, and you also have Harriet with you, who's never done it before, 4d6. Yeah, I mean, I'm a journalist who now drives. (laughs) 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 Four four big ones. Uh, Oh, okay, no sixes but no matches, amazingly. One, wow, three, incredible. Four, and five. Yeah, it's, somehow the pair of you manage it and you, uh, <laughs> you land slightly outside in a, a small garden area on the. No, you land on the beach of the island. Um, and you can see up in the distance. Um, oh, hold on, build- hold on, hold on. And I'm burning through tokens. I want to spend yeah, two tokens to change this. Yeah. I'm changing. I want, I want to land on the roof of the compound with Harriet. Uh, change that, Harriet. maybe swap out a detail for the scene. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I'm a bloke. Oh, you land on the roof. Yeah, sure, I'll let you. You shouldn't be able to pick, but you can make me change three times so, like, eventually we'd hit the roofs. <laughs> Let's just skip to the end. <laughs> There's a beach. There's the forest. I'm like, oh, you're on the beach. Oh, you're the you're at a wedding. I mean, oh, you're, like you're on the roof. And you're like, roof. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, like how did you do, Frank, truck. with your two d six? Another different truck. Um, I wasn't clear if the two d six I rolled, the last two d six I rolled weren't for this, right? I have to roll. Two new D6. I asked you to roll two D6 at the same time as Tom. If you Okay, then yes. I got a six and a one. A six and a one. Grab yourself a token as a fucking guy. You and Arlo land um you you guys land on the beach. Easy. On the beach. You can see you guys to witness this. I'm throwing this cursed die away. I'm throwing it the garbage. But what if it comes back? Well, yeah, what if? Do you not own a gun? Put it in the end of the gun and shoot it. I am America. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you two guys, you you guys on the, on the, on the beach and Post and Harriet on the roof. Um, Harriet's like, oh, we were meant to go over the city. This isn't the city. (laughs) I I want to give Harriet the most intense bringing up to speed that anyone's ever received. I'm like, Harriet, right. look, listen, listen to me. Like, like just okay. our, like we we the audience see just a montage of you trying to explain explain and the like, whole thing to Harriet and, and have her not freak out and be on team. Uh, yeah, yeah, roll me five d six because just knocked her out but no <laughs> he's trying to bring her on uh, okay that's uh, okay one more okay that's okay that's that's a six but one match that, I can manage that can I, I manage that. can I spend a token to remove a match can I help uh, with that I believe that's the thing change that swap out a detail in the last scene MCC a trait move it along no if you've got five tokens you can roll a no no. Okay. Um, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. You you failed, but a, a, a complication. Yeah, a complication would generally succeed. Um, like she's on board with your stuff, but like she doesn't she doesn't want to help, and like um she's generally freaked out, and she's like, I'm not involved in this. I'm not interested in going with you. And they're like, she she tries to like get off the roof, and you see her like kind of generally throw herself in down into a garden, and you're like, uh, 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Harriet. <laughs> ha- ha- Harriet's a thing, maybe. Who knows? We'll find out. In fact, can I... Can, okay, yeah, except, accepting that, can I give her my revolver and be like... Oh, yeah, 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 please. Please give Harriet a revolver. Like, so you are now revolverless and Harriet has one. That is perfect. As a complication. Yeah. Harriet's like, oh, yeah, I'm not looking for any trouble. And then she has a gun and you don't. Brilliant. I'm like, I give her the revolver first. And I'm like, look, here's the deal. And then at the end, she's like, bye. Yeah, that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so you guys... Worth, uh, Arlington... Arlington was snapping some pics... When we fly, <laughs> is just, just so, I swear just to God, so if I get a myself, is gonna get. <laughs> if Post receives a photo of himself landing on a roof. <laughs> uh, Frank, roll me a D10. Oh, that Four? Oh. Frank roll a D10. I, four? Yeah. Four? And he got a four. Um, over in the distance, um, up towards the building, um, you see uh, a woman hitting her child. Arlo, roll me a D10. A one. Uh, to your northeast, um, you see uh, Daniel Abel's sister, half sister. See Daniel Abel's half sister, Lenya Debel. Um, l- drinking um, champagne. Um, I think it's pronounced Champagne. Champagne. Only when it's from Champagne region of France. <laughs> Otherwise, it, it's just sparkling mispronunciation. <laughs> and uh, so. uh, post from me a detail. Oh boy. Uh, five. Oh, what's the thing you fear the most? The thing I fear the most. Uh, uh, okay, so I've already got the dead brother. Okay, uh, my my father blaming me for my brother dying, even though he was the older one, I was the more sensible one. It was my job to keep my older brother on an even keel, and I failed. Cut my brother in half. As you <laughs> look down from the roof, you see uh, um, like a party. Like a, like a, it looks like it's preparing for a wedding. Um, but you can very clearly see at one of the tables your dead brother talking to your father and they are both talking about how terrible you are and how much you failed him and how he wished that... His, like, he wished your brother had lived and had a good life and he's so angry that you'd so desperately failed him. And that's, like, right down... Like, that... That thing is happening right down at the core of the party. Okay. I really wish I had that revolver. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So Frank, you, you're you're seeing a a woman beat her child. Um, how does that like? How does that relate to you? Or does it at all? Maybe it doesn't. Oh no, no, no. It, it very much relates to me. I immediately rush over, and instead of trying to violently attack her, I try to just restrain her, so the kid doesn't get hit anymore. Mm-hmm. She, uh, as you do that, she's like. What are you doing? Um, see, it seems like I don't. From my perspective, and just get off of me, creep. Yeah, you were you were beating your kid though, so no, not gonna do that. It's my kid. Don't tell me how to raise him. You're a okay, role. Well, I'm just gonna um, throw you off a cliff then. Are you gonna throw her off a cliff? Just gonna kill her? For, <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, uh, to kill this woman who has no weapons against. Uh, yeah, so uh, you being you, roll two d six. I will. <clears throat> Soon, someday. Five and a three. Five and a three. You snap the neck. The child looks terrified. Silent, terrified. As the child looks up at you. As their <laughs> mother is dead on the floor with you stood between. You look over and you can see the 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 party is starting. Um, Arlo, what did you see? Shitload of police. I saw I saw Miss LaBelle's sister. Oh yeah, you saw Lenya Bell. Lendia Lebel. Um, she stood looking uh, out to the I, sea, uh, smoking. I, I snap, I snap a picture of her, <laughs> and uh, it's it's a Polaroid, and I start I start shaking the Polaroid, and I sidle up to her, and I'm like, she's already walking towards you. She's flicked a cigarette at you, and she's like, you fucking piece of shit. You take photos of me while I'm out enjoying a wedding. She's like pushing you. She's not physically hurting you, but uh, like you, you're getting like a lot of sass off of this woman. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't give up, and I'm like, I, I, you can have the photo. Uh, the photo was supposed to be for you, anyways. I was gonna get you to blow on it. I was, I was just trying to be. I was just trying to be suave. Uh, I need a date. I need a date to this party. Uh, <laughs> this is how I usually do it. I take oh, a picture amazing. of a random woman. And I hand it to her and I say, do you want to go on a date with me? Three, three, <laughs> three, three D6. Due to your weird charmingness. <laughs> it's, it's just like charm, oh, but it's without the C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How'd you do? Uh, yeah, I rolled it. I rolled a two and two five. Two and two five, yeah, that didn't get that didn't go very well for you. And uh, yeah, you get punched by uh, Lenya de Bell, and you drop to the floor. And as you look up at the stars, and um, you remember all of the things that you wish you'd done, but you didn't have time to, and they passed, and you no longer have the opportunity to achieve them. Oof. That's that's the consequence. That's the only <laughs> consequence. Wow. Well, I, and I kind of go like, well, I guess at least I got hit by both sisters. <laughs> um, who hasn't been Cause, post cause or frank? Because her sisters slapped me earlier. 
Yeah. Oh. Just got beaten by the La Belle de Belle sisters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at least I'm consistent. I I think Post should go. Yeah, I think it's Post go. You're up on the roof. You look oh, like sure, that. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah up on the roof, yeah. There's like a, a like it looks like maybe a wedding starting to happen, um, but like what like two of the guests appear to be your dead brother and your father talking about all of the ways that you failed him. So I know I know I want to I know I want to find and kill the bastard, but I also really really need to confront my dad about some unresolved feelings. So I'm going to attempt to. Uh, yeah, get. I want to get down into the main room. Like, is there? Can I get some stairs? It's, down? It's, I, it's open. Like, so you're on a roof and downstairs, and then it's like an open patio area where, like, there's an outside wedding. Like, it's evening with lights all around. There's like a big green arch with like lights tied around it and stuff. It's like an open air thing with tables all around. Oh, easy. In that case, I'm 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 grabbing any random glass of drink. At the wedding, like yeah, a, you know, there's like plenty. Sure, grab a grab, grab a Long Island iced tea. Sure, and I bomb it down the stairs, down the patio, round into the main room, and I go straight for a beeline to confront uh, Papa Papa Majone. And I throw the drink in his face, and I'm like, "That's what's up." That's what's up. All right, yeah. Um, Confronting your father on the root of your trauma by throwing a drink and yelling, that's what's up. That'll I be. Want, I, want, I want him to know that I don't care about him. I'm like, throw the drink in his face and then throw, you know, toss the glass to the side and it smashes. Yeah, it's kind of not fair that you took my turn away from me, though, and did all the things I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll call that um, we'll call that 4D6, please. Four. Dramatically confront Four. your father by just throwing drinks and yelling. Come on, dice. Okay, uh, no sixes, but no matches. That's okay. One, two, three, and five. Oh, so like a rousing success. Uh, yeah, 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 but no, but yeah, 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 yeah. No matches. Yeah, no matches. I'm super yeah. roused. Your, your 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 father stands up and he's like, "I'm sorry, son." Starts <laughs> 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 huh. crying, yeah. Cole. I say, I say, I love you. Going for a hug. (laughs) You always put family first, and you always. (laughs) We must let bygones be bygones. Uh, (laughs) After mother passed, you were the rock of this family, and everything that happened to your brother weren't your fault. It were mine. I then say the only sentence I've ever wanted to say to my dad, which is, "I'll be right back." I have to kill the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you need to, lad. And he, he, he like reaches into his inside pocket and gives you a knife. Like oh, amazing. A, I like take a the knife family a, blade. The family blade is like in a sheath thing. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm off to kill the bastard. <laughs> yeah, when you pull it out, it says like Sheffield Steel on the, on the blade. <laughs> oh my God. No, it doesn't say that. It says... Tom's voice. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> my dad had it engraved with the word Tom's voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God>. What <laughs> a dick. <laughs> At least it didn't say B's voice, because then it would just be very blunt. <laughs> hey, I feel like we have a 
similar issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two people with like heavily professional microphones to stop them sounding like themselves. <laughs> Frank, you're a you're you're a mother you're a mother killer. What are you uh, up to? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm into the bathroom. I uh, I value the lives of people who cannot protect themselves more than the people that are harming them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel pretty good about what I did. Uh, I would like... The child looks up at you expectantly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to be like, hey, I'm your new dad and stuff. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> um, diplomatically-ish, because this is a dream and I'm like, Fucking goddamn it! <laughs> Everything gets smaller and tighter. Can you just? Can we play the rest of the game without my mic on so I stop being a fucking idiot? Uh, you can continue to play. Um, you are gone. You um, you no longer believe this. You no longer, like, you forgot what you just said. Like, um, the fact that you just said no longer applies to you, that you no longer remember that. This is, this is as real for you as it ever was. This is real life, and this is you, and you're living it. And you no longer believe that you have any control or choice. You can only act as your... As 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 a uh, Frank Horn would act in these situations, you can't. You must. You basically you must just act as as Frank Horn yep. without any attempt to achieve. Um, yep. yep, I deserved it. So, uh, Arlo, just to catch uh, catch Tom up, uh, the D word came out of our friend DB's mouth. Immediately followed by me screaming in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> it, ha- it happens to the best of us. Uh, no, I, like. I just. Yeah. Um, You've been slapped by Lenya DeBella. We're, yeah, we're, um, uh, we're at a wedding. Can I can I pose as the wedding photographer? You want to sneak <laughs> past her? Pose as, as the wedding photographer. Yeah, sure. Um, you're gonna try and disguise yourself. You're gonna try and lose Lenya DeBell, who's yelling at you. Um, right. Yeah. So I'm gonna pull out a, a, a another mustache. Uh, I'm gonna pull out two mustaches and put <laughs> one mustache on my mustache, but then like a different mustache on that mustache. Nice double mustache. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna try and yeah. You're trying to lose her, like as like disappear into the crowd. Um, this isn't something that I think that you would be actually good at. I think that you believe you're good at it, but I don't believe you would be. Um, four d six. I got I got a pair of matching sixes. Well then, at least you get a, get a dice point, right? You get an yep. extra, t- yep. you get an extra token. Um, as you attempt to um, sneak into the crowd, um, 
someone um, spots you and um, you feel a blade um, shove up into your ribcage um, and a, Louise. a whisper in your ear that says um, you talk to the police about us and this is what you get and as the knife pulls out um, you feel all of the um, regret pain and shame that like a teenager would feel if they'd like betrayed their friend group to a to an adult or a teacher like a that kind of dread floods through you as you grab your side. Um, you uh, are confused. Um, you have a foggy memory. You can't remember things. So do as you do. Um, but anything that you do that requires like vaguely remembering who someone is or what you need to do um, comes with an extra dice. As you're like simultaneously thrown back into your past and living in the now, um, your memory's fogged. Got it. Um, Postman Joan, Bladed Warrior. Mm. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess I put the blade in my trench coat. Obviously, I'm not yet. Yeah. I put. I put Tom's voice under my arm, holding my trench coat as I. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a wedding, and like, I'm not being sneaky. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm that guy that like, uh, I walk past one of the, fucking not waiters, but like the people that walk champagne on a little tray and give it out. I'm yeah. like, take one of them, and I do a little spin, and I'm walking around, and I'm keeping my eyes out. I'm just looking for the bastard. Where's the bastard? Sure, yeah, let's let's spot him out. Um, you're well prepared. Roll me two d six. Oh boy, oh boy. Mm, a five and a three. Five and a three, fantastic. You spot him, um, like you you spot him up in the in the building, like he's going to come down for the wedding, um, and you manage to signal over to Frank and Arlo, um, like the the bastards over there. Um, mm. So from where you are, you're stood in a range of tables around you where people are waiting to see a wedding. Um, Rather than having a regular wedding where you have like rows of chairs and then like an arch and people get married, this is like a range of tables that people are sat around and they'll come down the middle and get married after that. There is off to the side, up on stilts, a building that has all glass all the way around. And in that, you can see the bastard getting ready and putting his tie and suit on. Um, and like it comes like it's like a Bond villain building like on stilts that like he's going to come down to all of you guys can like see him up in the building um, and as you look over to the side um, everyone roll me 3d6 oh boy do I recognise a silhouette in the bastards sweet I oh, know what'd you roll? Uh, three, four, and a six. Then you gain a token, and who who are you hoping to spot a silhouette of? Oh, I I was only hoping to recognize a silhouette. Um, I don't want to assign the bastard's identity. Oh no, you can't tell who the bastard is, but like, there's a silhouette in the room with them. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Um, 
someone from your criminal past, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Miss Penny Farthing. Miss Penny Farthing. Because she's got got one big and one little eyeball. (laughs) Yep. That's the one. (laughs) What's up with your eye? (laughs) (laughs) How'd you do, Arlo? Sorry? Uh, I rolled a two, four, and a six. Two, four, and a six. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, you, you spot him up there in the room. You see that someone else is in there with him. Um... You got a six, so you've gained yourself an extra extra token there as well. So, yeah, you can see what's going on. How do you do, Post Majone? Uh, still no six, but I got a one, a three, and a five. Oh, yeah, okay. You see him up in the room as well. Um, none of you see where the bride is. You're not sure where that's happening from. Um, but you see him. Um, Fuck that bitch. <laughs> it looks like there's a little bit of time before the wedding goes down. Who wants to do anything? Let me know. Yeah, uh, I would like to, uh, uh, so I have not used my gun yet in, uh, in this, uh, in this adventure. And uh-huh. uh, probably smart to like give Arlo to, a gun, right? I would, I would like Is that to something like Frank would full out do? Because that's the only thing you can do now. Yeah. Just pure Frank. Yeah. Do you have a gun? Yeah, you have a gun, Arlo. Go nuts. I'm the kid. <laughs> so I'm, I'm. I would like to uh, fashion uh, the gun and my camera together, so that I can, through taking a picture of someone, shoot them. You are in no way an engineer, so please roll me three d six. No, sorry, five d six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that makes more sense. <laughs> I rolled a one, two, four, five, six. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, but not even a three? Wow. What are you, a hack? <laughs> it's let me, it's let funny me because I, I, I know. Wow. It's a joke. I'm, I'm being a joke. Yeah. You, you perfectly, like, sniper shot, like, using your lens to get, like, a like a zoom in, like, a, like a, yeah, you got, like, a sniper scope on your gun as you, as, as with your revolver, you somehow managed to shoot the bastard through the glass. Like. Through the glass, dude. Through the, through the, <laughs> through the glass, dude. The, the bastard through the glass, dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, all of you are sudden. All of you are suddenly stood over him, and yeah, your, your hands are wet. As you look at your hands, there's blood on them. As you look oh, down oh, at him, very nice. I, uh, over the bastard. I, I would like to um, spend the three points that I've accumulated to hear the bastard monologue. I'm making you talk for, what was it, at least 30 seconds or something? Yeah, you're spending a point to make me speak on that. Yeah, yeah, but he wants to spend three, so you have to speak for 90 seconds. (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay, then, yeah, sure. Um, As all of you look down at the bastard, Arlo. I'm scared. No, no, this is happening. Right, Arlo. (laughs) Arlo, 
Carlo, as, as you look down on the bastard, um, it's your first ever boss, the only one that ever believed in you. Um, and he looks up at you and says, Arlo, why didn't you ever take my advice? I always told you, look at the photo, frame it and take the picture. Don't just take every picture you see. We don't have infinite photographs. There's no way that we'll ever reach a world where people can just take an infinite number of photographs. <laughs> Think about your limit. Manage it. Maintain within it. This is all I ever wanted from you. I can't believe you killed me like this. I'm all of your restrictions. I'm all. I'm everything that held you back. And you just deny me like this. How dare you? I, I won't miss you. And I know that you won't miss me. And he looks over to... Uh, Frank, sorry, you got something to say, Frank? Yeah. I spend all five of my tokens to say no. Uh, you're someone that didn't actually make, make the... Whatever just happened as a result of the player's dice roll, you or someone else's actually didn't. Are you failing Vince's dice roll? Yep. Well, no, so that it's not painful for him. Oh, it's make it gentler. Um, sorry, yeah, yeah okay. Um, every, every, um, I always told you you could take a fantastic photo and I always said it didn't matter. Take any photo you can, everything, everywhere you see is beauty. Take that moment and capture it. <laughs> know that whatever you see, if you think it's beautiful, someone else will too. There's 7 billion people in this world and every Not photo most. you take will be appreciated by a thousand others. Just keep taking them. Just capture your magic. Just believe in it. And give that, give your art to someone who will appreciate it. Make sure that it gets out there and people can see it and like uh, your work is known. I love you and I'll miss you. That's what I wanted. There wow. you go. Cool. I, I, I am just, I, I, I'm almost going to cry at how, how beautiful this like self-actualization of Arlo with his photos. It's just, oh, Arlo, Arlo takes a long, uh, uh, like a long knowing, happy look at Post Majon because, <laughs> because he knows he's always been giving, he knows he's always been giving the photos to the right person. Yeah, as 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 nodding, Postmajor is like <laughs> as as the person lying on the ground is someone that Post you don't recognise, and he looks up at you and says, "Who the fuck are you? I don't know who you are. Some fucking random comes in and kills me. I've never met you in my life. You fucking." tweaking pieces of shit drug addicts ruining the world coming in here killing people you don't understand messing with a world that you don't know everything's going to be worse with me gone and you're all going to be fucking ruined you dirty piece of shit can i uh, do yeah do i do i do i still see him as the, as the bastard like i'm still seeing you don't know yeah he doesn't recognize you you don't recognize him Oh, I just I use I use the fucking Sheffield steel to cut his throat. That's enough for that. Yeah, you you lean you lean in to cut his throat as a the the point the point being the vocal cords as opposed to the the lethality of the cut. I'm like that's enough of that. Oh right, so you're making me do my last thirty seconds in a different accent. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Yep. Um, as as he looks at Frank, um, uh, uh, and he says. Frank, you could have made something of yourself. 
this kind of world could have looked after a guy like you. <laughs> you could have been something, but you take out a guy like me, you got nothing to look after yourself. You're nothing but a piece of shit, Frank. This world's going to chew you up and spit you out. You could have relied on a guy like me, but look what you did. <laughs> he drops you dead. You waste your last words telling That's me it, something gone. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as he bleeds out on the ground, um, you guys come out of your dream that you were never meant to be in, and you're awake in the real world. Who are you in the real world? When you're not Frank the D- okay, Frank the Fence, I... when you're not Arlo the confused photographer, when you're not Post Malone the investigative journalist come driver. Joan. Are you re- like I- I'm really worried that Postman Jones going to turn out to be someone who does a lot of retweeting of things on Twitter, but mostly drives Uber. It's Post Malone. <laughs> you wait, what? You just we corrected all... him the wrong way. No, 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 we see. No, the real person is Post Malone. Post Malone, oh, the, the hip hop oh, rock star oh. superstar, was having I'm... a bad dream about being a journalist, driver, criminal. Who wakes up in, in his mansion, covered in face tattoos. Logan goes in the mirror, splashes his face. I'm like, whew, glad that's over. Back to record <laughs> some hip-hop. Hip-hop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, and, and I'll, the guy I'll with say... The bicycle tattooed on his face. <laughs> yeah, there I'm we go. <laughs> who are you oh, in reality, Arlo? Uh, in reality, uh, I am a, uh, I am a nine-year-old Ben Affleck at his, at his first sleepover <laughs> ever. Uh, and I, uh, like, uh, and like, <laughs> I've just woken up and like, you know, like my, my, my buddy, nine-year-old Matt Damon is still asleep, dreaming possibly his own adventure, you know, um, yeah, <laughs> this kind of tracks because I've seen pictures of Ben Affleck stood outside the door smoking, and I imagine if every time I was Ben Affleck and went to sleep and found out that I was Arlington Heights, that I would also feel like that every day. It's yeah, it's like I like I'm. Or if you woke old, up and so realized like, you were I, Ben Affleck. Same, same, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Sorry. like, so I'm a nine-year-old Ben Affleck, and I like, and I kind of like slump. I like slump against the wall and I've got, I've got a candy cigarette <laughs> and I'm just like recreating that like sad Ben Affleck, but like as a, as a nine-year-old. Nice. Nice. Just, like <laughs> like <laughs> what the hell just happened. Who's uh who's Frank Horn when he's not Frank Horn and awake or when they're not Frank Horn and awake. Frank Horn is, Like 50,000 years old as far as humanity goes, but much older than that. He's a collection of dust and gases that just moves from one system to the next, always feeling sad. Oh. Wow. Oh. Hashtag real. That's extremely huge and, and sad. 
so dreaming that you're just some guy is like the greatest joy you can feel. Yeah. Very good. Very nice. That is possibly one of the weirdest games I've played in a while. <laughs> and I, I didn't even feel possibly, like... Possibly? Possibly? What's weirder? I, I still feel like if I did that again, I could throw more dream nonsense into it. And I, I, I also... <laughs> yeah, I think we all I kind of... I desperately feel yeah. like anyone who actually remembers their dreams could do a much better job than me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, did a pretty good job. I'm just—I was just following yeah. tropes from everything I've seen from TV and movies. Like, but that's like the reason they're tropes is because they're standard. They're and everyone feels them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. dream nonsense to dream. I, nonsense. I, I wanted to work in the thing that I hear about where people say that they all oh, their teeth fall out. But I didn't know like what it means, so I didn't know when to put it in. <laughs> um, what I've read is that it means that you think your body is falling apart. Which, I could have used that um, quite a lot then. <laughs> turns out. Also, very glad I don't dream. I oh, want my teeth falling out. I, I do feel like my body's falling apart because I'm in my 40s. So. Does, does this dream just start when you hit like 35 and continue until you die? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you lose teeth when you're younger, it happens much earlier. Oh, terrifying. I, I'm, yeah. I'm missing yeah. a tooth currently, and I'm soon to get an implant. Um, Yay. Exciting times. I have a checkup on Tuesday where they're going to scan it and figure out if they can, like, jam a thing into the oh, socket. Oh, yeah, it's, it's uh, checkups twos. Checkup twos. That's what they call it, yeah. So they texted me. They were like, don't forget your checkup twos. I was like, yeah, word. It was a Chekhov's tooth joke that I muttered. Oh, Chekhov's tooth. Is that to do with Star Trek or chess? Like the Chekhov's gun? Yeah, the, the Chekhov's gun. Like, it's a you tooth that's going to come into play later. I'm just going to... You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> please, please, please don't get frustrated because I don't understand references. Just accept the fact that, like, I don't know anything. <laughs> like, just move around me. <laughs> Definitely don't consider me a blocker. Just go, just, just go round my, like, just go round my lack of knowledge. No, no, no. I feel like our, our lacks of knowledge are dogs on a walk, and they're gonna bump each other's noses a little bit. That's what I'm gonna know certain things, and other people are gonna be like, we're gonna play poker, and I'm like, what is that like, snap? Yeah, I should have just I made it go fish. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I don't know how to play that, but I've heard people say, do you have any twos? If you if you even, made, like, you could have made it Sticky Wicket. You could have made it Crumblesies. You, like, any British game, I would have known the rules. And There we go. That's what it should have been. Everyone round a table for a quick round of Soggy Biscuit. Oh, goodness. <laughs> now we have that here, too. <laughs> so, I loved Death Was the Only Road Out of Town by Grant Howard and Alex Roberts. At very good. G.S. Howard and at Muscular Pikachu. Um, would play again. Um, would love to not 
have to run it. <laughs> I love running it, um, but if I played it again, I would like to not have to run it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Great game. Fantastic. Um, easy to... I'm oh, putting fun. it up on the screen for everyone that wants to follow it. Um, fantastic. Easy to read rules. Fun little bits of art. Uh, lots of dice rolls so you can pick your scenes and objectives. As you saw from our stream, they don't need to... I don't need to make sense or roll into each other. They're all, they're, everything's a dream. And it just kind of blends and smashes into it. Um, and you know it's a dream because Evie will repeatedly say. Hey, I only said it twice, and, though. And for, those of us who, <laughs> and, and for those of us who actually do dream, uh, this was oddly therapeutic. <laughs> oh, really? You know, just... When, well, you know, there was a couple moments where I was like, oh, well, I think I'll just draw from an actual dream I had or like, I'll, you know, something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, and, I totally and just like, being like a oh. lot of what I a lot of what I pulled from was real. <laughs> Is that true for you as well, Tom? No, not even a little. My dreams are so mundane and boring. <laughs> me, me with no dreams and you with like just British dreams where you're like, this kettle's taking a while. <laughs> my, my, my dreams are whatever I most recently watched on Netflix, but I'm in it and it's more boring. <laughs> wow. Like, sometimes I dream in cartoon. Like, I, I am in one of my favorite cartoons. Um, but I'm still me and I'm not aware of it. Like, it's mm. all just normal stuff. It just happens to look in my mind like I'm The Simpsons. I am trying in my mind to, to draw you into Gravity Falls and I'm having difficulty because I know I... what you look like in 3D. Hold on. I did... I don't think Gravity Falls is on here, but I did self-portraits of, like, nine different cartoons. Amazing. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't know if that was coming through. I saw, I saw Johnny Bravo. Yeah, yeah, we saw it. <laughs> oh, everything? <laughs> oh. Patrick Stewart saw everything. So that was fun. I think we should play that again in the future. Someone else should run it, but like, we should definitely For do sure. it. It was, uh, it was a good game. And uh, I'm going to end the stream here because I, I think we're done. No one has anything else to talk about because we've all talked about our dreams and reached the end of that. So... HotDiceNerds.com, HotDiceNerds a million years. Um, YouTube, HotDiceNerds, I don't know, Twitter.com slash HotDiceNerds, Spotify, Apple, you can Google find Google us on Spotify. Just can, go to HotDiceNerds.com, it's all there. If you write HotDiceNerds on a note and just throw it into the air, we'll probably get it. We probably won't, but like we'll, we'll appreciate the effort. <laughs> Send us a video of you throwing our name up in the air. Yeah, actually, that is all yeah. I ever wanted. But, but like, most importantly, if you want to hear us up on socials, hit us on Twitter, because we don't really exist anywhere else. Twitter.com slash Hot Dice Nerds. Come talk shit with us and tell us what you love. Tell us what you hate. Tell us that you hate us. Tell us, like, what you hate about how we look like as people. Like, whatever you need. We're just we're just desperate for engagement. We're, we're thirsty for content. Um, hit us up. Okay, HotDiceNerds.com. Love you, bye.